115 yards in penalties. That is the yeah. that is the total in the end. A, not something you can you can do going forward. You're not going to win ball games that way. You found a way last night. What do you have to do this week to clean that up? Yeah, you know that uh, in the past, uh, you know, I, I remember specifically two years ago that was a huge problem for us. Is the penalties, the emotional penalties, that hasn't been an issue for us this year. Um, Last night it kind of reared its ugly head, and uh, I, I think our guys were a little too emotional. And you know, I, I like to use the term: you gotta play with emotion, but not play emotional. And um, I think last night we kind of uh, leaned more towards the emotional side. It's hard not to in a quarterfinal game, but. We got good enough players, and we got a good enough team to where, where we don't need to get into all that stuff. And uh, a lot of those, again, were self-inflicted. Um, you know, it, it was kind of a back-and-forth deal. It's it was uh, there's no love lost between Macon County and Upperman, and <laughs> and uh, you know they 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 got we were getting tangled up with them some, and there was some flopping going on. But but we got to be better than that moving forward. Coach, final question before I let you go here. You mentioned it before we got started that you did turn on the film of Greenville, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you a chance here to just start start to begin to talk about that road trip going to Greenville next week. What have you seen uh, from what little film you've watched so far? <laughs> the beauty of the Internet is the, the films are on your desktop, you know, uh, immediately after the ball game, and so – my son and I turned it on last night, and uh, you know they're as advertised. I mean, they're big and they're and they're they they got really good players. Um, they were you know impressive in their the two games that we looked at, and um, so you know we got our work cut out for us. Um, but I do have a team that I think is eager to to maybe uh, punch their ticket to uh, to the championship game and. We'll try to figure out, you know, what's it, what is it going to take to get them slowed down, and and how we can get some points. Uh, but we, you know, we got really good players as well, and uh, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to be able to get you know get on a bus and go on a road trip with this team, and um, I think hopefully our, our mindset will be a little bit different than it's been in the past, and. Uh, you know, we'll definitely make sure we're the aggressor in this thing, and and uh, you know, hopefully we can figure out a way to get one, get it done up there. Head coach Adam Kane, the Upperman Bees. I'm Colin Castleberry, and it is semifinal night. York, after going four plus hours on the road last week, somehow stays home this week to host East Robertson. It'll be the first time in school history that the Dragons get to host a semifinal and head coach Derwin Wright, who has spent many years around the school and program in various capacities, did not take it lightly when asked what it meant to him and the program slash community. Well, it's it's tremendous. You know, we had that trip last week at Hampton and, you know, it's four hours each way. It was a long trip and, uh, you know, the the trip went well, though, but, you know, it's going to be so much nicer to be here. And of course, it'll be, you know, as far as our program's concerned, it's making history. Uh, first time we've ever hosted a semifinal game. 
Coach Wright understood, though, that a great environment and this high honor won't defeat an East Robertson team stacked with talent as he broke them down on film. You just, you know, you got to play gap assignment football. Uh, you you can't you can't over pursue under pursue and and you know they're going their uh, their tailback is a uh, you know he's an outstanding player he's a player that's going to be playing the SEC somewhere probably and he's just uh, you know he's 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 a really good runner good feet uh, we've got a we've got a gang tackle we've got everybody's got to bust their butt the football uh, you know and. Uh, and like you said, they've not just got him. They've got three three or four really, really talented athletes. Last year, York also reached the semifinals, albeit on the road at Tyner. And so it felt only right to inquire with Coach Wright as to what he felt they had to do, regardless of opponent, to break through the proverbial glass ceiling and get to the big game. He was short and direct in his answer. Discipline. Discipline in the way you play your technique taking care of the football, just the fundamentals, and not making mistakes. Expect a lot of offense tonight from both teams as they have scored 24-plus in every one of their games since October 13th. Scores throughout the night and a full recap tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. It'll be the high school playbook on Rock 93.7. For a while, your grass isn't growing, but you know one thing, that will not last. Soon, mowing season will return, and Gentry's Power Equipment is ready to service your lawn equipment so the blades are sharp, the engine's tweaked, and things will run smoothly all through 24. Maybe it's time for a new Xmark mower. Right now, Gentry's is offering up to $500 in instant rebates on select models, 0% for 54 months on select models. Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road. Road, Cookville. When injuries stop the game, skip the ER. Visit Tier 1 Urgent Care. 335 West Spring Street, Cookville. Dr. Derek Worley. Fellowship trained. Board certified in sports medicine. He and your medical team are ready at the Tier 1 Urgent Care. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Saturday, 8 to noon. Don't let sore shoulders stop your tennis game. Knee pain stop your walking routine. Get state-of-the-art care close to home. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Stop the game and make the call. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? Ready for the unexpected. The pros at Cookville Regionals Urgent Care. The uh-ohs and oh-nos can happen any time of the day. Cookville Regional Medical Center understands this. That's why they've expanded their urgent care hours. Now serving you 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Monday through Sunday. They even offer imaging services so you can bypass the ER. 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Seven days a week. Cookville Regional Medical Center. Ready for the unexpected. It's the way we care. Here at Upperman High School with Caden Shanks getting set to sign his NLI. And I gotta be honest with you, it's really tough not to say NIL. I don't know who came up with those acronyms, but either way, your NLI to Lipscomb. Uh, just first and foremost, just what does it mean to you to get to play at the college level to get to continue your career? 
Uh, it means a whole lot to me. Um, I mean, I've been doing this my whole life, pretty much, ever since I was a little kid. So it's a it's a big moment for me, for sure. And getting to stay local, what did that mean to you, to get to go play for a really good program in Lipscomb, but also get to stay, you know, kind of in the greater Nashville area? It's a, it's a lot better than going out of state, you know, um, get to be like an hour away from home and come home, see my family every once in a while. So it's good. So then comes the question that I think every recruit ever gets asked. Why Lipscomb? Why ultimately was it Lipscomb that you decided to, uh, to, to give yourself to next year? Um, most definitely because, I mean, it felt like more like home when I visited there. I mean, the coaching staff was great. Uh, hey, we will and be coming to you. Because for- that's where I got the best offer to. And so we got the most money and uh, good people there. <laughs> That'll certainly make the difference, no doubt, Caden. Uh, before we let you go, obviously, uh, I know there's a whole lot of thank yous that you're going to have. Uh, who are some people that you want to make sure uh, get a whole lot of credit for uh, for you being able to, you know, have this opportunity? Yeah, I definitely want to thank God first. Um, I want to thank my mom and dad. I wouldn't be able to do it without them. And um, I want to thank Matt Wilson. He was a – First baseball coach I ever had, uh, the young guns, actually. He just like, got it all started for me. And uh, I want to thank Coach Shanks. I want to thank my teammates, my players, everybody else. So. Hi, this is Marvin Long, your local Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. The holidays are an especially busy time for many businesses, and that makes fast and reliable internet more important than ever. With Twin Lakes, your business can have broadband speeds up to 10 gig. That's 10,000 megabits per second. And we can customize solutions for voice, video conferencing, and more, making your busiest time your best time. Give me a call at 931-476-2151 to learn more or visit TwinLakes.net. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. Getting set for kickoff around UC Sports Nation. Two distinctly different semifinals tonight as York plays host to East Robertson, trying to do what they couldn't last year, earn a chance to play for a state title. Expect offense as both teams have scored 24-plus in every game since October 13th. Meanwhile, here in Greenville, the Upperman Bees, for the third time in six years and the fifth time ever, play in a semifinal. They've never won one. So expect defense tonight as both teams have allowed 21 or more points just once all season. Four minutes to go at Burley Stadium, and folks, we're getting jumpy and we're getting hyped. The Greenville Green Devils playing host to your Upperman Bees in, again, their fifth semifinal ever, third in the last six years. And with 3.45 to go before kickoff, we now turn to the man all too familiar with so many of these young athletes, head baseball coach at Upperman High School, Wes Shanks. Coach Shanks, keys tonight for the Bees 
to finally find their way to the big game. Well, you got to manage your emotions. We've said that all year long with this team. They play on an edge, and it's, it's been fascinating to see all season long, undefeated going into this semifinal game. They've been here from the program's perspective five times now, but they have yet to eclipse that championship berth. And I think this is one of the best teams, if not the best team from Upperman in the history of the football program. Coach Adam Kane's done a great job. These guys are going to be excited. Got up here uh, on Thanksgiving Day to settle in. And so a, a tremendous backdrop. I mean, my emotions are getting high. I know everybody <laughs> else's emotions are getting high as well. I'm excited for it. Yeah, this is a situation you've been in on the baseball diamond. So I want to lean on that experience a little bit. You talked about tempering those emotions. Talked about having to keep yourself in check. How do you do that? How tonight do these guys, do these coaches, everybody make sure that they settle in like it's just another baseball football game when it is so not? Well, you, let's go back to, you know, your, your preseason, your offseason, then you get into your Region 4A games and you get into the playoffs. This is not a Region 4A game. No. This, this is a, a big-time playoff game, and you're playing at a high level. This could this is, for the most part, a collegiate-level ball game. Yep. And so what you have to do if you're Coach Kane and his, his staff is set them up for success, and they've got them away from parents. They had a good time at Thanksgiving, I'm sure. Had the good turkey dinner. I'm sure these boys know how to eat. Oh, heck yeah. And so they, they get them away from and get them into that business mindset. Kind of like when they're at school. They're just focused on what the task at hand is, and they've got them together. They probably had their workouts uh, yesterday, this morning, and set themselves up for their game plan, for their strategy. And I promise you keeping a, a 18 year old a 16 year old <laughs> focused for just three hours it can be difficult but i think this upperman bunch is going to be locked in they're going to be locked in they better be locked in tonight the, it is 50 degrees it is clear skies town off in the distance very little wind here tonight maybe five miles an hour at best and the dew point is at 55 percent humidity folks Simply put, it is November 25th in Greenville, Tennessee, and we're playing semifinal football. I'm Colin Castleberry. That's Wes Shanks. It's the Bees and the Green Devils with one minute to go before kickoff here at Burley Stadium. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Reminding you to call before you dig. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Stand by. Kickoff is next. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, W284DR Cookville, WKXDHD3 Monterey, Sports Radio 104.7.
Silverman will receive the opening kick. Coach Shanks, your thoughts, whether they got the choice or not, do you like them starting with the football, or would you like to see the defense first? Well, if you go back to you know the rest of the season here, Upperman has gotten off to hot starts. It's in the second half where they go to that uh, the ground game to eat up that clock. So, yes, if I'm Coach Kane, let my dynamic six-foot, you know, 185 or 6'4", 185 pounds quarterback, along with Ethan Paul, get the ball and set the momentum of this game because I can hear it right now. Greenville is definitely is ready to play as well. Oh, this is listen. This is a program. This is a a, a setting, a town that stands behind all of their sports. We'll talk about all the sports they've had success in throughout this ball game. As the kick is up and it is going to sail, no. Comes down at about the two. Going to be fielded by Bronze, or not. No, that's six, sorry. That is Carmine Phillips. Phillips around the corner past the 10 to the 15, and he'll be taken out of bounds. Looks like it right around the 18-yard line. Phillips with a nice return. And if you look at this Upperman offense, defense, the whole team, they're deep. That's why they've been so successful. you got Carmine Phillips. you got Bronson Chapman, the quarterback's going to come out. you got Clayton Harris, Brett Turnbull, Jackson Rollins, Ethan Paul, Walter Kane. All these guys are why they are a such a deep and strong team. Let's see which one of these guys can make an impact first because it doesn't have to be Ethan Paul, the guy who's had, you know, let's, let's look at that. He's had probably 208 carries all year, averaging almost seven yards per carry, 108 yards per game. He's somebody that's going to get the ball, just win. He's in the backfield in a shotgun formation with Bronson Chafin. Here's the snap, the handoff, Paul, to begin the game. He finds a hole, bursts through it, past the 20 and the 25, and finds himself at the 27. That is a gain of about seven on first down. That, and that's just typical Ethan Paul right there. We've seen it, you know, each carry all season long. He doesn't get just a three-yard gain. He gets three, four, then falls four for another three or four. It's been fascinating to watch him in the yak, yards after contact. Greenville already with a sideline warning in their own stadium. So if that doesn't tell you where the emotions are at here tonight, you're the home team, and on play number one, you're already picking up a sideline warning. you got to think, these officials, this is a big game for them to get, so you hope they don't have some emotion tied, a little nerves. Yeah. Here's shot, Chafin again in the back. He's going to fake the handoff, play action, looking. Tries to step up in the pocket, and he's back. And that is going to be a key all night long for both sides. He is brought down by Emmanuel Dixon. And Coach Shanks, these are two teams. Each of these defenses have allowed 21 or more points in a ballgame this year just once, just one time for both of them. So it almost feels like whoever can get to 17 or 21 first is winning tonight. Absolutely. That's one of those things where – Game of mistakes, game of big plays. They were looking to go to Bronson Turnbow uh, over the middle right there, but that big play wasn't available. Here's Shaven again. This time going to roll out to the right. Throws underneath. Misses a man. It's intercepted. Ball's out. Tipped out, tipped out of the hands there of uh, Elijah Fitz. Fitz, it goes through his hands, ends up in a Green Devil's hands, and all of a sudden, Greenville in prime, prime real estate in their home stadium to score first. Could, things couldn't go a lot better for Greenville right now. That, that's exactly what you wanted to, t- you know, get in a, a, a break. That's the first break of the game, and that's an unfortunate break. Off the hands, great throw from Boston Chaffin. Just a, uh, man, that, that 
probably a, a tough call right there. Could have gone uh, for six. Corbin Cannon, the senior 200-pound quarterback, is going to try to keep it himself. Tried to turn the corner, and the Upperman defense is on their P's and Q's here tonight. And excuse me, he actually handed that off, looks like, to uh, Carson Quillen, about 5'10 and 185 pounds, a bowling ball of a running back himself. And he loses about a yard. So first, first not break, but first play for the Upperman defense. And you got to expect it. This is going to be a hard slugfest battle defensively. Exciting to watch. You know, this is November football, but it's going to be a defensive matchup. Here's Quillen again. This time another handoff and another tackle for loss. What a job this time. Going to be brought down, or that is stopped in the backfield by Upperman's own uh, Andrew Bowen. Andrew Bowen, the man who got to him, and that's a loss of another two. So first and 10 turns into second and 11, turns into third and 12. And if you look at Greenville's schedule, they've had a really tough schedule as far as some of the games that didn't count because they had two games on the schedule that didn't matter. But now they've also got some games in the region that were weak. They haven't faced an opponent like Upperman with that size as well. Another handoff. Pass. Looking for the edge. No, they double. Oh, it's a pass, and it's into the end zone. Trick play from the Greenville Green Devils to score first. It was a handoff to Carson Killen. Quillen threw. He rolled out to the right and then bombed it to Zayden Anderson. Anderson, the undersized wide receiver, was all alone in the back of the end zone. Six points for the Green Devils. That great play call. That's something you hold in your bag of tricks until games like this, moments like this. You've got your quarterback, also a pitcher on the baseball team, throwing a, a, a pretty pass in the back corner of the end zone for six points. Your upper men D-back kind of bit on that run because first two plays go to your stud running back, Quillen, and then all of a sudden he kind of bites on that. Unfortunate break for upper men. Uh, good, good set of downs. Or I guess they should say they uh, – Something's going on here. Yeah, they're bringing somebody. They're forcing somebody off the field. Not sure why. It's uh, it's Colton Smith, the the listed at tight end, who's had to come off the field. They've had to run uh, a, a new snapper, it looks like, on late. That's Noah Murray who trots out there to snap. See if that has any effect on this extra point. It will not. Kick is up, and the kick is good. And so with 9.19 to go in the first quarter, Greenville strikes first. Off a turnover, 7-0 Green Devils lead the bees. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why the property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company, proud supporters of our local athletes. An Upperman team that has not played from behind very often this year finds themselves trailing early in this ball game, seven nothing in a semifinal on the road at Greenville High School from Burley Stadium. Colin Castleberry and West Shanks with you, kicking off. For the Green Devils is uh, Braddock Bearfield, I believe. Is that a – I'm trying to make sure I'm reading that right. Is that two A's? No, that's a – no, that's an A-D, excuse me. Quint hey, Brandon. Quint they, Brandon. They also haven't – you know, you're talking about postseason play. They also haven't played away games since October 13th. 
No, have not. They earned the right to be at home throughout the playoffs. And so, uh, and then, of course, had those, uh, was it three home games, I think, to end the regular season. Uh, so, yeah, they haven't been on the road since way back in mid-October. And uh, look, folks, I think everyone listening understands the difference in weather between October 13th and November 24th. <laughs> so, like, and, it's a very big difference. And the fans, I mean, but you can actually see over here, we're looking on the home side, looking at the visitor's side, and there's a, a lot of fans. I mean, they brought the, the town of Baxter here to Greenville, and so it's been, you know, it's great to see that. And a, and a penalty on the kickoff is going to help Upperman out here a lot. Pushes the ball all the way to the 35-yard line. Ball was kicked just out of bounds before the pylon, so that's going to be an unfortunate mistake from Greenville kicker. Got to take advantage of your upperman. 9.19 to go first quarter. Chafin, handoff, Paul. Paul, again through the hole, breaks a couple tackles, 40. At the 44, he's brought down, and that is two plays from Ethan Paul, where it should have been two, and it ended up eight. Now, they did this last downs, and they tried to go the rollout over the top. No Coach Kane. He's a very conservative play caller. He's been more open as far as breaking open the uh, playbook this season than he ever has been because he has so much talent. But after that one penalty, or not the penalty, after that one turnover, I kind of foresee Coach Kane being a little more conservative because Ethan Paulk's got about 20 yards and three handoffs. Yeah, the way, the way you've got to look at it, folks, is the only the only positive play so far has been a trick play for, for Greenville. So you trust your defense. Chapin's going to hand off Polk again, and Polk goes 50, 40, 35, 30, breaks a couple oh, more, wow. 20, 15, 10, 5. Oh. He goes down at the 5. Ethan Polk, what a job. He broke one, two, three, four, rumbling, bumbling all the way down. Wow, that was amazing. Gets through the first line. Great great by the line right there. The front uh, four, four, five right there for Upperman. Clear the hole. By the time he gets to the linebacker and outruns the safeties, they kind of trip him up. He stays on his feet all the way for another 35 yards. There's that yak we're talking about. Man, this does not know how to go down. Yards after contact. 8.05 to go in the red zone. Chafin going to check with the sideline. Got a check me play. Check me play here. He's got Paul. Probably going to get a timeout here. Paul on his right hip. No, Chafin's going to keep it himself. Trying to barrel through Green oh, Devils. Wow. He does all the way. Ball. Oh, no. Ball's out. Ball is out. He tried to stretch to the end zone. Who came up with it? It's going to be a, it's going to be a touchdown like ball in the end zone. Upperman player in the end zone with the ball. They've got now a mark the down. You, you've got a mark down, so must have been down before he stretched for it. There's so, a great play by Chaffin just to, to brute force, get to the one, almost get to the goal line, tried to stretch it, but for some reason they called him down right before that, probably by the benefit for Upperman because that ball squirted out. Big hitters on the Greenville side. Six foot four and 195 pounds. That is a very large sophomore for high school football. Chaffin's going to have himself a heck of a, a heck of a career right now, though. Just trying to get in the end zone, gives it to Paul. Paul, I believe, was denied again. First and five, uh, first and goal from the five turns into second and goal from the one. And Paul, no gainer. Third and one, a big third down here early in the ball game. That was Napoleon Pacheco right there. Another another six-foot, 305-pounder on the defensive line for Greenville. After these several plays in a row, giving the ball to Paul, he's trying to make some noise over there and block up those gaps. Two big teams going at it in smash-mouth fashion. Chapin this time, Paul on his left hip. Going to keep it himself. Pushes himself forward. Is he in? 
touchdown Upperman. Great job right there. Goes to the quarterback keeper. He got pushed on that first down. Just came up shy. Probably said, Coach, Coach Kane, give me the ball. I'm going to push this one in. Barely gets in there. Good, good job by the front. And they just walked down to the end zone here. What a great response for the Upperman Bees after giving up an unfortunate turnover and a quick six. Yeah, wonderful job not to panic. Ethan Paul puts him on his back down to the five. And then Bronson Chafin twice just uses that six foot four, 200 pound frame and dares them to stop him. And on the second one, they couldn't. Seven seven Bees and Green Devils here in Greenville in a semifinal. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Senior Sebastian Stanfield set to kick off from his own 40 for the upper mid-bees. 6.25 to go in the first quarter. And we're all knotted up at seven apiece. Stanfield boots this one kind of short. Comes down at around the 17. Fielded by the Green Devils at the 20, 25, 30. Before contact, he's going to get to the 35, 40, and finally going to be wrestled down just before the 40-yard line and around the 37. But a great return from Hayden Goad for the Greenville Green Devils. You're going to have a couple penalties here uh, to adjust where the field position is going to be. We'll find out what that is. But that was a great response from Upperman there. I mean, we've already seen a game here in the first seven (laughs) minutes that has had a range of emotions from all the way up to the top, all the way to the bottom if you're Upperman and Greenville because the Upperman's fans, they were loud right there after getting that touchdown. But right before that, you got Greenville who's setting the stage. and you got, I'm sure you guys can hear on the radio because it's an amazing environment here, very loud. Yeah, this is certainly a school as it is a hold on the return team that is going to be called here by the White Hat. And so that backs the ball all the way up inside the 25 to the 23 and a half yard line and that is a break for the upperman bees much worse field position here for the green devils and starting quarterback uh, corbin cannon one thing that's very noticeable and we've heard about it and the other coaches around the state have heard about greenville's offensive line is huge their players are huge they're massive they've been moving guys around all season long they were unable to do so in the first set of downs with upperman Cannon, shotgun snap, keeps it himself. Thrice throughout into the flat, misses his intended target, Zayden Anderson. Anderson, the touchdown catch earlier, and so they tried to go back to the playmaker and miss him on that throw. So second and ten. And if you're Coach Adam Kane, let's look at this Greenville offense. They give it to Quillen a lot. He's their go-to guy, kind of like a Macon County with borders. I mean, you want to give him the ball 75-plus times. If they come out throwing with Corbin Cannon here offensively, if you're Greenville, if you're Upperman, that's what you want. That's the strategy, the game plan you have to have. That's the winning strategy if you're Coach Kane. Yeah, you're trying to make Cannon beat you with his arm, which, of course, as you pointed out, as he hands off Killen, Killen is going to be tackled for a loss. Back at the 20, now we do have a flag. Afraid that might be a face mask. We'll find out, though. Came in late, 
and certainly looked as if it was going to be a face mask call on the bees. With those big guys that Greenville has, it's not one of those things that you're going to go up the middle with. You've got to get that athlete out to the ends. And so once that happens, it's also susceptible to holding once you get those guys wide. Some of these big guys don't have the footwork, and so it could be a holding play. Could be. Let's hope for it. It is a face mask on the Upperman bees. The hold would have been great, and I'm sure we're going to see some in, in the way you're talking about. One thing I love about this stadium, too, they've got a big jumbotron. They might have some replays or two. <laughs> some video board. We can look to our left here and check out a, a beautiful stadium turf, the video board, the backdrop of downtown Greenville. This is, this is high school football, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. Here's Cannon in the gun, killing on his right hip. Takes a couple hard counts, high snap. Fakes the handoff, throws, finds his tight end at the 35, and he's immediately brought down by the Upperman Bees, but it is a first down for Greenville. That is Nick Pilar, and let me tell you, folks, you talk all the time about what does a football player look like. Nick Pilar looks like a football player. 6'2", 185, he's got that crop top jersey. One leg's got a, 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 a like a sleeve, the other, I mean, this is a football player. Very, very athletic. Very. Cannon in the gun again. The handoff killing. Tries to go up the middle and not successful. Ran all the way back here and forced back by Colton Johnson. The freshman stepping up right there to drive killing backwards. I feel like he's grown two inches since the start of the season. Might have. I mean, that's it. You, you, coach a, you coach a lot of these kids. That's what 15 to, you can, at 15, 16, 17 years old, you remember, you can all of a sudden, your whole body change in three months. Um, their season started in mid August. We're in late November. Yeah, he's had easily time for high his whole body. And yeah, how absolutely. athletic, and that's what's fun to watch about these high school sports is how athletic some of these high school players are. And man, sometimes we can't even give them justice in words how fun they can be. 4.48 to go, first quarter, second and nine as a timeout is called on the field. It's seven Upperman and seven Greenville. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Back at Burley Stadium, Greenville Green Devils in a second and nine situation at their own 37-yard line. And it is seven to seven. Upperman and Greenville all tied up. Going with a four-receiver set here on second and long. Three here to the near side. Now going to bring a man in motion into the slot. Cannon looking, trying to find him, and does at the opposing 45. 40 brought down at the 39-yard line. A great pitch and catch, to use a baseball metaphor, to Hayden Gold. They had the near side receiver went deep. The second receiver kind of cuts up the middle in that seam where they try to split that safety with the two defensive backs. Great play call. Long yardage right there. They're starting to see that, hey, we're probably going to do something else other than run with our Quillen. So let's, you know, tip your hat on that play call. Here's Cannon in the gun, Quillen in the backfield. Takes the snap. Takes the handoff, Quillen. Throws into the flat. Ball's out. Ball's out. Ball's out. Oh, wow. Picked up by a Greenville athlete. Ran down all 
the way inside the 15. What a play as they found Shane Cook, the freshman in the in the uh, flat, but then he was immediately stripped, picked up by who else? Nick Pilar, we talked about the athlete. He catches it off a bounce, bursts forward inside the 15. They're trying to do like a receiver screen to get one-on-one because obviously going through the front guys <laughs> is not working with them. But in doing so, he catches the ball in the, in the flats over there, tries to go upfield, and, and for some reason just lost the ball, lost – and it, I don't know if he caught it first or if he caught it and then tried to lo lose it. It was a wild play there. Here's Cannon in the gun again. Quillen in the backfield. Two wide receivers to either side. Fakes the handoff. Quillen tried to keep it, and he is immediately bottled up and brought down. It was began by Walter Kane. Who else? Co Coach's kid who he has bragged on this year, and you know how hard that is for Coach Kane to do, but he has bragged on Adam here late in the season, his growth throughout the year. Well, he's, you know, second on the team in tackles with 75 this season, 14 for a loss. Uh, you know, sophomore, when you got a sophomore linebacker that has that presence, I mean, that's something to build around. Here's Cannon again in the gun. Gets that kind of bounce going. Now hands off Killen. First contact, and he bounces off of it. And now finds himself, I believe they're going to spot that right at the sixth. But what an impact. That's what you get in semifinal games, Coach Shanks. You meet in the hole and you bounce off each other. That was Duke bowling balls right there, meeting in the middle. But Kane wasn't able to wrap him up. But kudos to the Upperman defense. As soon as that one step back, they were there swarming him for a minimal game. Yeah, great rally to the football. 3-10 to go. First quarter, third and six from their own six. So third and goal from the six, 7-7. Seven, seven. Greenville knocking on the door. They got a one receiver set, but the kind run play's not been working. Kind of a wildcat formation to Quillen. He's rolling out to the right. He was going to try to throw. Now he's got a run. Upperman rips him out of bounds. And who else shows up? Colton Johnson, the man who ran out there and tracked him down. I, that was great pursuit by you know Clayton Harris there. The guy's got 10 sacks this season. He was looking for his 11th but pushes him outside wide where he had to make a play happen. There was actually two receivers open in the back of the end zone, but because he was frantically running around, he was unable to see them. So a big-time pursuit and play by your big star defensive end, Clayton Harris. That's what we talk about when your front and your backside are working together. Defensive backs held for three seconds, and by the time those guys get open, Clayton's chasing him down. The kick is going to go up for a field goal attempt. And it is no, no good. good, no good. Wide right, the indication from Bronson Turnbow on the field, helping us out a little bit, saying that one went wide right, and a turnover leaves us tied. What happens right there is you got a kick situation, but they're so close to the end zone, they're only on like the 10-yard line with the, the hash marks on the right side. They're more wide than your typical NFL, so he had to get that across a cross kick, if you will, but was unable to get enough leg around to get that through the uprights. And so with 2.46 to go in the first quarter, it'll be first and 10 from their own 20-yard line. That's a big play if you're upperman. That's almost like a turnover on downs. You get them to the goal line, you stop them there. That's a big momentum shift if you're the defense. Huge. Now let's see what the offense can do with it. A gesture out to his trip set here to the near side for Chapin. Chapin hands off. He finds his man. That's Jackson Rollins now, the speed demon who tried to cut back inside and might have picked up about two yards. And Jackson Rollins is finally coming into his zone. We talked about last week. He had a big, uh, the first touchdown of the week last week against Macon County. He's getting his legs back under him from his knee surgery. I mean, a great, tremendous athlete. He's getting that lateral movement, shiftiness, 
that is so different than Ethan Pauk. And when you got two guys that can run, one right downhill, one around everybody, that's a that's a great asset if you're Coach Kane. Sending four guys, three guys out here, a trip set again to the near side, Bush and Turnbow among them. Chaffin hands off again, and again this time it's Rollins, and Rollins is actually going to fight for some yardage. Picks up about four or five with a tough run. And with Rollins right there, I mean, he's only 5'9", 175. Great patience from a runner's perspective. Waited around until that hole finally opened up and then took two guys with him as he fell forward for a good five-yard game. So makes it third and very manageable, third and two for the Upperman offense. One thirty-eight to go first quarter. And this Greenville stands there into it. And a timeout by Upperman, and absolutely, you see Coach Kane slapping the chest. I completely understand the call. Want to get this one right. Third and two, one thirty-four to go. Tied at seven here between Greenville and Upperman. Hi, this is James Green, your local Twin Lakes Security Sales Consultant. As you're out and about this holiday season with Twin Lakes Security, you can have peace of mind knowing your security is always doing its job. From controlling your lights and arming your system, checking on holiday deliveries from anywhere on your outdoor cameras, Twin Lakes Security continues the magic of the season by making your home the smartest and safest on the block. Give us a call at 931-528-2005 or visit us at TwinLakes.net. T-insert number C-00. One thirty-four to go, first quarter, and this already feels like it's been a twelve-round bat. I mean, a twelve-round boxing match, Coach Shanks, and we're a minute and a half from the end of the first. They're starting to learn each team right now. They're trying to. We know what Greenville can do. They know what Greenville. Can do. They're trying to make adjustments on the fly and see who can do the best. Third and two. Shafin's going to keep it, and he falls forward and breaks a few tackles. Whoa, Woo-hoo. baby! 35-40 and goes down at the 40-and-a-half-yard line. Bronson Schaefer needed two and got 12. Isaac McGill, the, the strong safety there, the free safety, tried to come up to make that uh, the second tackle on Chaffin there. I don't think he was really excited about that because Chaffin put his head down, put his shoulder down, put his forearm down onto McGill. Yeah, Chaffin is a load and a half, and he used it all right there. 105 to go. Chaffin in the gun again. He's going to have one wide receiver to the near side, two to the far side. Everybody outside the hashes. Hands off to Rollins. Rollins going to the left. Is brought down right at the line of scrimmage. And we saw more of this last week. You know, again, we talked about the depth already with the multiple different options Coach Kane and that offense can go with. They, it doesn't always start with Ethan Paul. It finishes with Ethan Paul. Well, here comes Jackson Rollins, who's done a great job getting some carries in because you don't want your your dog, as Coach Kane calls him, tired by the fourth, the, the second half, fourth quarter. And so that's that's something where they're probably trying to make some slight adjustments offensively to spread it out. 25 seconds left, more than likely the final play here in the first quarter. Chaffin in the gun, hands off Rollins again. Rollins with the burst, and did he lose? No, he kept it. Okay. Thought he lost the football for a moment, gets past the 45 to the 46, and he'll make it third and manageable to begin the second quarter as this clock will, in fact, tick all the way down. Worth noting, going to keep an eye on it. Starting linebacker Drew Armbrister, 5'11", 195. The junior came limping off the field and has not returned to the ball game for Greenville. Could be a storyline as we begin the second quarter. It's tied 7-7 seven to seven between the Bees and the Green Devils. 
You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time. So stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. Trots out to be in the second quarter. We'll talk about what was on the video board during the break here in just a moment. Some interesting uh, strategy from Greenville. Chaffin in the gun, third and five. Brings a man in motion, fakes the handoff. Chaffin keeps it himself and he gets six and more. Past the 50, past the 45. At the 44 of Greenville, he goes down and it's another first down. On the quarterback keeper. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here with that that defensive front with Greenville because that was wide open. I mean, I, were they thinking pass here or was Upperman just that good up front on offense because there was a hole. He could have drove an 18-wheeler through. Good job by that offensive front with your Upperman. But Greenville's defensive line right now is not looking very sturdy. No, they're getting pushed off the ball. And to be fair, Chaffin is an 18-wheeler, so he can drive through that hole. Under 11 and a half to go first half. Here's Chaffin in the gun. Hands off Paul. Paul going to do the same thing. He falls forward after diving through the hole, and now we've got a bit of a, a skirmish going on. And that's, that's Ethan Paul to a T there. Gets how many yards he gets. Seven. I mean, he does not get two or three yards. He gets six or seven on plays like that. Just does not fall with an offensive line. Gets him. He has to get hit by a linebacker before he even thinks about coming down. Zach Chrisman uh, doing a little extra blocking, if you ask an Upperman fan. Under 11 minutes to go. It's 7-7. to Quickly do want to tell you, during the break on the video board, Greenville played highlights of all their state championships in various sports. Uh, it, it reminds you a whole lot of the team they're playing tonight. Has another handoff to Polk, and again, what does Polk do? Keeps those legs moving, dives forward yet again right up the middle, and picks up a first down. Again, I've probably said this already, but 208 carries all season long. He's averaging close to 7 yards per carry, 108 yards per game, with 13 touchdowns. If he wasn't surrounded by the cast at Upperman, in my opinion, he's up for Mr. Football. He's probably going to get some more touches, but they're so deep, he's just one of many cards in the deck. Absolutely. So many weapons. But but he is an ace. But he is an ace. There it is. Good. That was a good one. I like that. 10-10 to go. First half. Chaffin again. Hands off Polk. Polk again. Right through the hole, which was not all that big. And he just slips through it and picks up seven. I just It's just so consistent. You know, you look about last week, how the game ended if you're upperman. With an 11-minute, five-second drive, did not let Macon County touch the ball after they scored. Well, you're managing the clock here. That's exactly what you want if you're Coach Adam Kane to control the clock, control the ball, dominate up front, and be physical. And, hey, listen, what's, how's the old saying go? Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And if you don't like it, stop it. And they're having a hard time with that And right they're now. having a hard time doing it. 
absolutely. Nine and a half minutes to go. First half, second and three. And White Hat just letting them know to run the clock, I believe. That's fine. Reset the game clock, which is at uh, 25, 25 seconds. So they reset that, and now they'll run it. That's all right. Polk and Chaffin are already in the backfield ready to go. Two wide receivers and a tight end on the field. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff to Polk, cuts up field, and he picks up about four or five. Chaffin, a great job there, mature to realize he's done this to them three times. They'll bite on it, and he pulls. And that's the RPO. You've heard me say that all season long. That's the read-pass option, and that quarterback has to read that end. If everybody crashes down, he goes out wide. And so in that situation, he's like, hey, we've crashed three, four times. It's my turn to keep it. I'd have a hard time getting in front of him. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you absolutely would. 8.50 to go, 7-7. to seven. It's all tied up, but Upperman now about to be inside, their, uh, inside the Greenville 20, knocking on the door. Chaffin in the gun. Polk on his right hip. And are we going to get another timeout? Play clock was getting down to about three seconds. Oh, no, no, no. They're going to force Jaliric Cullum off the field. By the way, there's a name we haven't even talked about tonight. That's another weapon for this upperman offense. They have to trade him out for Carmine Phillips. Something going on. I'm not sure. Maybe an equipment malfunction. That's what it was. It looked like a safety play with a mouthpiece. As it looks like it's going to be a handoff again to Polk. Polk. This time only gets four. Only four. Only four this time as he is a straight halfback dive out of the gun there. And we've mentioned the officials here a couple times. and You know, you don't want to do that. But in the early part of the season or all season long, regular season, and early on into the playoffs, they have five officials. The last quarterfinals on, they have seven officials. And so they got to add more guys, more areas to cover. And so there's some things that they're concerned about. They're eyeballing and safety is going to be one of them right now as you can tell under eight minutes to go it's still seven seven here's Schaffin in the gun with Paul Polk on that right hip two wide receivers one to either side hand off Paul Polk behind his blockers he actually pushed one of his own blockers out in front of him and picked up another three and that's still good presence you know he realized that if I went outside to the wide left right there I was going to have two Greenville opponents let his blocker get downfield Push the guy on the inside, gains an extra yard or two. That doesn't seem like much, but now it's third and roughly four, which is manageable, versus that third and seven or eight. That, that leaves a lot more plays in the playbook for Coach Adam Kane here as you're inside the red zone. An interesting choice here, though, depending on what happens on third and four. Senior Sebastian Stanfield in your back pocket, thinking about a field goal, but they, as you talked about, Greenville was on that right hash. They're on this left hash. What do they go to here? Polk on the left hip. Chaffin's going to keep it. Runs behind Polk and he gets it inside the 10 to the 6. And Chaffin does it himself again. Splits two defenders there. The D-back and the linebacker collide on him. He just puts them both on his elbows and says, guys, you're coming with me. Falls forward another five yards. Gets up. Hits his chest. Says, let's go, boys. First down and goal on the seventh. Sometimes I wonder if this is what it was like to watch Cam Newton in high school. I mean, just like that Superman, like I'm bigger, I'm better, and I'm I'm stronger than all of you. And you guys still remember, he's a sophomore. Yeah, so exactly. one thing the coaching staff has to do, you have to breathe confidence in these young men. And all season long, it's been a growth from him as far as quarterback goes, and he's got that confidence. It's noticeable. Under six and a half to go. Schaffin is going to hand off Paul. Paul actually is going to find his way all the way. Maybe. Did he get stopped? He did. The rugby scrum. Oof. 
I, I honestly got lost on that. I thought Carmine Phillips got it on the end of round. Great job by Schaffin to sell that end of round and hand off to Paul. And that holds the defensive ends, which it's less guys to tackle in the middle. And, you know, Polk right there just doesn't go down. Gets all the way to the two-yard line. The rugby scrum, everybody comes together and holds up there for a, a uh, minimal game. 5.50 to go in the first half. Second and goal from the two for the Upperman offense. Looking to take their first lead on the game. Bringing a man in motion. Faking the handoff and Chavin is going to jump. Did he cross the goal line? He did. Wow, got up in the air right there. And he's coming over here, looks to the Greenville sideline, gives him the he-man. Woo, man, that pounds his chest. That's exciting. That's a big-time play. That's what you see in the movies. Two claps and a Ric Flair for Bronson Chaffin. 5.37 to go in the first half. 13-7 pending the extra point for the Upperman Bees. That's a great set of downs, a great offensive uh, series if you're Upperman. Controlled the clock, did exactly what they wanted to do. The kick is up, and the kick is good. It's 14-7. Upperman now leads Greenville on the road in a state semifinal. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Get set for the kickoff. Upperman leading 14-7. Coach Shanks, I'm going to ask you quickly. You talked about on that drive, Bronson Schaefer, only a sophomore, needing to instill confidence in a young man. You are a coach who two years ago, you win a state title with a bunch of sophomores. Last year, you had a couple sophomores contribute to going all the way to that game. How do you instill confidence in a 15, 16-year-old kid that they can do this? It's, it's strategy early in all season, throughout the season. If you do well, you gain confidence. You've got good players around you. You gain confidence. And you, it, he's a total – we've got a flag here, so i got a few more moments to Yeah, talk. you got a moment. And so what happens in the early part of the season, you give him short plays. You give him stuff that he can kind of grow from, and everybody that's around him can grow too. And just watching them, they all have grown. If it's Cam Bush who's leading your team in reception, if it's Paul who's leading your team in, in rushes, you've got Collins who's been a superstar before two seasons ago. You've got uh, Turnbow who was a part of that beach championship team as a freshman, has caught all the deep passes and several touchdowns. You surround yourself with good players, and you guys grow together, and the coaches steer the boat and let these, these athletes be who they are. So the offsides on the kickoff by Upperman, so they'll back up five yards from their own 40 to their own 35 for the kick here from Stanfield. And just curiously, he shorted the last one. This one he kicks with all of his leg. It'll come down inside the 10, fielded 15, 20, 25, 30 before contact, now 35 at the 40, breaks more tackles. And who else? It's the guy who we'd almost forgotten existed, Carson Killen, who makes his way all the way past the 40 to nearly the 45. And that's the first time all night he's been able to get a ball in space and do something with it. And we see what he can do in space. 
But with the defensive front with Upperman, they're limiting that. They're, they're not allowing him to get any space. So that's the one time we've seen something spectacular other than that one throw from him. And I don't know what's going on with our senior quarterback, Corbin Cannon. We've got sophomore Caden Baugh now taking the snap. Baugh takes the snap. He's going to keep it himself. And maybe that's why Baugh picks up about eight on a runner, keeps it himself, gets just past the 50 to the Upperman 49. That's going to be a quick adjustment right there by Coach Eddie Spreadlin. I mean, they know who they are, and it's a run game. And if they got a quarterback that's throwing it all the time, that's probably not a key to success for them. So, again, another keeper for Baugh. Around the corner, past the 50, the 45, to the 40. He picks up a first down. And now this becomes the adjustment by Adam Kane. Okay, now we've got their guy in the ball game who can keep it. How does the defense adjust? Well, you still got to remember, you got Quillen back there, so it's kind of like a, a, a play-action pass. you got to be careful. Now you got two guys that can run. You do, and again, Ball's going to keep it, trying to run behind Killen, and this time defense makes an adjustment, brings him down for a no-gainer by several Bs. Also worth talking about, right? Clock running at about 440 here. It'll be second and 10, but this has turned into an up-tempo offense as well with Ball in the ball game. They're just sprinting out, lining up quarterback-keeper. Line up quarterback. I mean, it's they're turning this over inside of 18 seconds on the play clock. And it's different, too, because you got four receiver sets here. Now, do you trust Baugh to throw? That's the question. They will. He throws into the flat, finds a man in space, 35-30, looking to break more tackles and cannot. Ripped down after a gain of about nine, and now we've got a flag on the backside. Catch by Hayden Goad for eight yards. And, again, flag over there, some laundry near the upper and sideline flag came from your back judge towards the play. Typically, sometimes it's a block in the back or a hold or a, a late hit there. See what the white hat calls. I will say Greenville is backing themselves up. The offense is walking backwards as if they know who this is going to be on. And that's going to be a block in the back. It is a block in the back on the Green Devils. And you you see uh, Clayton Harris there getting real excited about it because he knows what that means. Further you push this back, the higher chance that you're going to throw the football and I get a chance to go after the quarterback. And you got to remember here in high school football, that's a spot foul. So you're five yards from the uh, or, yeah five yards from the spot of the foul. So it was in ahead of where the down was before. So it's only second and 11 here. Yeah, second and 11 for the Greenville offense. They leave ball out there. We'll see if they start to do a two-quarterback when they need to throw deep. Do they try him, uh, Cannon back out there? Ball's going to keep it. And no gainer again. This defense steps up in a big way. It's Colton Johnson in on the play. Also looked like Ethan Polk himself came down from a linebacker position. Great job to force third and 11. And Colton Johnson's, Johnson's coming in as a freshman here. He's got 22 solo tackles, two for a loss. Um, this is a big moment for a freshman. We've talked about We've had some success on the baseball team. Uh, Dana McWilliams, they've had some success with young freshmen as well. These guys can do it. Young athletes can do it. 3.15 to go. It's Ball still in the quarterback. Takes a snap. It's going to be his first drop back. He looks, runs ahead, and brought down at the 45, or 35, excuse me. And that is a gain of maybe four yards and a great job by the Upperman defense. And one thing you're concerned about there is that deep ball, right? You've seen uh, a receiver get behind a defender first uh, set of series, first series of the game. If you're Upperman, did he have enough time to look downfield? He probably did, but he's in there to run. 
So do you trust him to throw like you mentioned a little bit ago? And that is the question, right? I mean, they're going to go for it here, fourth and seven from the Upperman 35. With two and a half to go. Can he, can he throw the football beyond the line of scrimmage? He'll find out. Ball right here. Had some time. Still has some time. Still scrambling around. Now here comes Harris. Shovel pass to Killen. 35. Breaks a tackle. I don't think he got wow. there. He didn't. Big time tackle by Branson Turnbow. Number 10. Turnbow out there. Cam Bush also came in to help out, forcing him to go low. And what a job by the Upperman Bees. And that is going to come in. That's going to come into play a lot because now you have to start asking the question. So is it when Cannon's out there, we throw the football. When Ball's out there, we run the football. Is Greenville going to get predictable here offensively? It's high school football. Most of the time you're going to run the ball. And I would say yes. That's what Coach Kane is going to force them to do, force them to pass the ball and stop Quillen. Now they got a second guy to stop. 2.19 to go, and Upperman with a chance here to extend their lead. A, 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 a stacked set over here near the near side. Chaffin's just going to hand off. It's going to be Rollins, I believe, who falls forward for a gain of two. And we've got an Upperman player over at the 40 who kind of got hip-tossed, and he wants to know why in the world... That's not a penalty. And that was one of the first times Greenville has clogged up the middle. And it wasn't necessarily a Greenville defender that blocked or that uh, tackled the running back. They clogged it up so much that the running back, only place he had to go was in his own lineman's back. And so there was nowhere to run. So great job if you're Greenville. 145 to go, first half. See if they start going to the pass a little bit. Chaffin is going to gesture to his stacked set here near the near sideline. Now just hands off. That is Polk this time, and Polk keeps those legs churning and gains two. Remember, this is still Coach Adam Kane here. Very conservative. Going to force the ball down your throat, make you stop him. He's probably very happy right now, up seven points going into half. So he's going to eliminate a chance for Greenville to tie the ball game. As long as we keep the ball, they can't score. One ten to go. Letting that clock roll. It is 14-7. 14-7, Upperman leading, third Here, and seven. Here's just that Upperman has only punted once this postseason. Uh-huh. And they've not punted at all tonight. Looks like we're going to get away with a no-punting first half, possibly for them, because the one time they didn't score, it was a turnover. And here's what's coming into play now. you got 46 seconds left. He just called a timeout. Play clock's at 40. You have a play that runs four, runs six seconds. you got 40 seconds remaining that the clock's going to run out unless Greenville calls a timeout. So 46 seconds to go. Greenville does have all three timeouts left. Upperman does not have any. They called their final one right there on that play. So Upperman is out of timeouts. Greenville has all three. 46 seconds to go. Third and seven here at Burley Stadium. And while we've got another moment here, uh, we talked about on the video board them showing all this video from all their different state titles, and then you started to kind of talk about it. It reminds you a whole lot of Upperman state titles in baseball, in girls basketball, competing for them. You know, on the boys basketball court, on the football field, everywhere. The softball team at Upperman with a lot of success. Greenville, same way. And, and absolutely, but you know, if you go back to Upperman, this is the fifth time they've been in the semifinals. 97, 13, I mean, they, you could go back to some great teams. This is, in my opinion, the best, the most talented team, but a fan base, very similar athletes, 
Manchester is what you want in November football. It absolutely is. The crowd starts getting loud, chaffing in the gun, bringing a man in motion. It's Cullum. Fakes the handoff, Cullum. Chaffin keeps it. I don't think he got the first down, but he sure came close. It's right at the 41-yard line, and it's all going to depend on the spot, folks. Here's the thing, though. You already talked about it. No matter what, first down or not, 39 seconds on that clock. Now you're going to have Greenville calling one of their three timeouts, which is going to stop that. Oh, no, excuse me. They're going to call for an They're official measurement. measurement. First yeah. time I've seen this postseason, but it's a big one. It's and, and you could bring in the plate. Does Coach Kane roll the dice? All you need is a half yard. I trust my two guys to go get it, he says. Or do you play it safe? We haven't seen much of a, uh, a punting of special teams. Special teams have not been something that's been in play for Upperman in the last several weeks. But they've taken that out of play because they've been so dominant offensively. Mm-hmm. So here is the measurement. Oh, wow. Are they going to have to get out is an it, index wow. card? It is fourth down and, again, I mean, maybe an index card, folks. They're going to measure again just to double check. It is fourth down. You can see Turnbow, Turnbow literally leaning with it, trying to see, I mean, are we are we a pinky nail? Like, I mean, it's tight. I'm, I'm thinking the high-altitude air may have changed that a little bit. If you're in Baxter, that's a first down. That's a first down in Baxter. That's fair. That's absolutely a valid point. And now, wait. Now you're gonna oh, get no, that. now they're going to get that timeout. Okay. And so what's that going to do? That's going to force Coach Kane to make a decision. What is that decision? you got one inch to go. Right? That could turn into a tremendous play just to keep them from getting the ball or a play that could – turn the fields and allow them to score and put some points on the board before the clock runs out here in 39 seconds. We'll find out. 14-7, Upperman leading Greenville. It's fourth and a pinky nail at Burley Stadium. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company, proud supporters of our local athletes. 39 seconds on the clock. It does look like the uppermen will line up for the punt. And look, you could go either way here, Coach. I'm, I'm not going to judge either decision let's see how it works it's Cullum who will punt that's going to come down at the third out of bounds at the 30 I believe is where they'll mark it and that's a directional punt you don't want Quellen to get that ball get in his face that is not what you want that is going to be back it looks like the 28 is where they'll spot it and correct that's exactly right you can't give your playmakers a chance to win ball games unfortunately us in the state championship Quillen, i couldn't take the ball out of his hand when he was pitching and he <laughs> made plays you saw him do that on the kickoff i mean he's going to make plays don't let them have a chance to beat you coach kane kicking it out of bounds and now he's going to trust his defense with 30 seconds to go to you know stop this with a seven point lead going to half yeah, you'd have done anything to take the ball out of out of his hand in that state title game. Best pitching matchup I've ever seen in a high school game. Maybe not the best pitchers, but the best matchup ever. Point is, here's 30 seconds to go. It is going to be Cannon back in the game to throw. He underthrew his intended target, but I believe the catch is made by Zayden Anderson. It is. So Anderson with a catch at the 37. 
That is going to be about a yard short of the first down. They're going to give it to him first down. That's going to stop the clock for the chains to go forward. Interesting. Okay. Now they're running the clock. 20 seconds. I can't believe that that was a stopped clock. They do it again at the 50. He gets out of bounds. So Anderson with another first down dives out of bounds at the 50. 13 seconds to go, and we know either Killen or Cannon both have the arms. And uh, there's also a guy that's got the leg. We saw an extra point go about 45 yards. That's true. So that's in play for this uh, for points if you're Greenville. 100%. Here's Cannon again in the gun, dropping back yet again, looking deep, throws. He's got a man. That's going to be P.I. That's going to be, I don't want to be, yeah. Turnbow, absolutely. Give it up for Anderson. He played Turnbow. Instead of playing the ball, he played the defender. And Turnbow, once the ball went over top, Turnbow was not going to make a a play on the ball there. He knew that. Good situational awareness. He's going to take the 15 yards, take seven to eight seconds off the clock. Unfortunately, it is going to be a first down. It is going to be at the 35-yard line, but you didn't give up six. Nice situational awareness, as you said, by the junior. Listen, 15 yards is better than six points. That's absolutely right right now. And so now you're at seven seconds. You've got a decision if you're uh, Greenville's coach. Do you kick it now? Do you go for it? Because if you ball in play here in the inside, the, the, the out of bounds, it's over. It's one play right here. Timeout taken by Greenville. They had two left. They'll go down to one, so they will have a timeout to use on the ensuing play if need be. Seven seconds to go. Greenville, first and 10 at the upper mid 35, trailing 14-7 in the first half. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Seven seconds left in the first half. Upperman leading 14-7 over the Greenville Green Devils. Go ahead. Ball's got to get to about the 25-yard line if you want a field goal attempt here. Ball's on the 35. It's going to make this a pass play. Here's Cannon. He is in the gun, and he will drop back. Looking. He's got time. He throws. We've got a flag. It won't matter. Incomplete the 15, but a flag in the backfield, and I believe it's going to be a hold. There still it says one play or one second left. Now what happened here, you had four receivers set, two of them on the slots, get mixed up with one another on Greenville, and one of them falls down, one of them slows the other one down, which delayed the vision of the quarterback downfield where he's wanting to throw the ball, which allowed Upperman's defensive front to get into the backfield and draw that penalty. So here we go. Ball at the 45 after the holding penalty. Greenville will have one second, one play to bomb it right here. Again, if you're in Baxter, that clock runs out. It probably does. That's an accurate statement. Here's the real question is as he drops back, There's a looking blitz. across the middle, he overthrew his intended target. Oh, wow. Good oh, face mask. Face. Oh, they got a face mask. He's still running, though. Here goes Bronson Schaefen. Oh, no, excuse Carmine me. That's Phillips. Clayton Harris. No, is it six? Carmine I can't Phillips. read numbers. Carmine Phillips. Either way, an interception, a face mask, and is that an untimed down? Because I don't believe it, so. Because it was a, an offensive penalty, it is going to be 
over half because it's not a defensive penalty. Because it's not a defensive penalty, exactly. And so, and so what's going to happen is ball was intercepted. They're going to have an offensive penalty on Greenville. He tried to bring it back all the way across the field to make something happen, and that's a, you know, we're about to find out from the white cap, TAA rules official. It, As he is going to gesture to the press box, here we go. Face mask on Greenville. It's declined, and that is why we will go to the half. And that may be something that Coach Kane says, hey, we'll just hey, give me the halftime yeah, seven. Yeah, we're up seven. And that's, that's a, a Coach Adam Kane-style play. We've got our lead. Give me the lead in the second half. I'll take that every day of the week if I'm Upperman Bees. The Bees do lead. We head to the half. 14-7, Upperman leading Greenville in a state semifinal matchup on the road outside Knoxville. This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight's game sponsored by Cookville Regional. State-of-the-art care right here at home. Cookville Regional, it's the way we care. By the property company, the home you've always wanted. Your family's special place. Let the property company go to work for your dream. On the way, Jackson Street at Buffalo Valley Road, Cookville. It's on the way. By One Bank. And by AL Plumbing. The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. Hi, this is James Green, your local Twin Lakes Security Sales Consultant. As you're out and about this holiday season with Twin Lakes Security, you can have peace of mind knowing your security is always doing its job. From controlling your lights and arming your system, checking on holiday deliveries from anywhere on your outdoor cameras, Twin Lakes Security continues the magic of the season by making your home the smartest and safest on the block. Give us a call at 931 528 2005 or visit us at twinlakes.net. It's game time. Is a sports injury holding you back? Tier 1 Orthopedics and Neurosurgical Institute provides state-of-the-art care close to home. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Tier 1 will find and correct the source of your pain, getting you back to the field, court, or golf course. Stop the game and make the call. 526-9518. Tier 1 Orthopedics, Tier 1 Urgent Care. Visit T1Institute.com. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. For a while, your grass isn't growing, but you know one thing, that will not last. Soon, mowing season will return, and Gentry's Power Equipment is ready to service your lawn equipment so the blades are sharp, the engine's tweaked, and things will run smoothly all through 24. Maybe it's time for a new Exmark mower. Right now, Gentry's is offering up to $500 in instant rebates on select models, 0% for 54 months on select models. Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road. Cookville. The Tier 1 Halftime Report begins now. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Call Tier 1. 
Colin Castleberry with you at Burley Stadium where the Bur- where the Bees currently lead 14 to 7 and here's how the first half worked out. Upperman took the ball to begin the game. They would have a decent drive going after a couple Polk runs and a couple incompletions and then on a crucial pass play it was on a crucial pass play it was uh, Bronson Chafin looking for uh, his intended target. It went through his hands. The passing complete turns into an interception. And what does that do? It turns into a Greenville score. A 20-yard pass from Killen, who also, of course, pitches on the baseball team, to Anderson. So Zayden Anderson on the receiving end of a Carson Killen pass made it 6-7, then seven, nothing after the extra point by Greenville. After that, it was all bees. On the ensuing drive, a 35-plus yard burst by Ethan Polk all the way down to the five. Several plays later, Bronson Chafin would burst through the hole for a one-yard touchdown. The the ensuing extra point made it 7-7 after the Sebastian Stanfield kickoff. The Upperman defense stood firm, got the ball back to their offense, and then it was the Bronson Chafin drive. We're going to talk about that one for a while. It was play after play. He'd give it to Polk once or twice, keep it himself. Crucial third down twice, a fourth down once. He worked his team all the way down the field, and ultimately he had a two-yard rushing touchdown, his second on the day, that took us to our 14-7. Excuse me, took us to our 14-7 score here at halftime. The Bees leading the Green Devils. Scores and stats still to come. come. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. For a while, your grass isn't growing, but you know one thing, that will not last. Soon, mowing season will return, and Gentry's Power Equipment is ready to service your lawn equipment so the blades are sharp, the engine's tweaked, and things will run smoothly all through 24. Maybe it's time for a new Xmark mower. Right now, Gentry's is offering up to $500 in instant rebates on select models, 0% for 54 months on select models. Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why the property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company, proud supporters of our local athletes. Back here at Burley Stadium, I'm Colin Castleberry, 14 minutes ago at the half, and we turn to Coach Wes Shanks for your first half stats. And let me tell you, folks, they sound pretty good if you're a Bees fan. Well, you look at your first downs from both Upperman High School and Greenville, both with eight. But then you go into rushes. Upperman has 25 rushes for 157, with Greenville having 12 rushes with only 23 yards. Receptions, Upperman has zero receptions. They're 0 for 1 with one interception. They went back to the ground after that unfortunate uh, fits 
mishandle interception uh, attempt there. But you look at Greenville, who's coming into this ball game at just right at 50% completion percentage, is 8 for 11 for 107 yards through the air. Not a typical Greenville high school team, but they've had to make some adjustments. You go, there's no fumbles lost. Penalties, 2 for 23 through Upperman, 3 for 54. One of the big ones coming on that pass interference right there before the half with uh, Turnbow eliminating a touchdown. Third down conversions. Here's the story that, of the game right now. Four for eight if you're Upperman. One for three Greenville. No fourth down attempts. Uh, one extra, one field goal missed if you're Greenville. They could have three much points on the red. Just missed it wide. A 25-yard field goal. Time of possession has been key for Upperman to get to this point in the semifinals. Leads right now, 10-59 time of possession versus Greenville's 9-0-8. And let's look at some individual stats. Your rushing leaders, guess who? Ethan Park, 11 rushes for 101 yards. If my math doesn't mistake me, that's nine yards per carry. And that is also his 800-yard rushing game of this season. You go to the other side for Greenville. The second quarterback that has came in the game, Cannon Moore, your throwing quarterback, was one for two. Ball comes in. He goes five rushes for 23. Gave them an actual spark, but Upperman's defense also let him down. The shocker of the game right now, your all-star superstar running back, Quillen, five rushes, negative two yards. Negative two yards. Passing, like I said, Chaffin, 0 for 1 with an interception. Big play of the game for Greenville. Quillen throws four for five for 81 yards in that touchdown. Cannon for three for five, ball one for one. And then let's go on into our uh, receiving. Anderson receiver for uh, Greenville. Anderson, Goad, Samples go four, two, and one. And those are our stats from the first half. First half stats. That is head coach Wes Shanks bringing them to you on your game of the week with 11.15 to go at the half. Upperman leading 14-7. to seven. Over the Greenville Green Devils. Here at Upperman High School, now with Wyatt Curtis, who is signing with ETSU, NLI, uh, heading up to East Tennessee State. Uh, first and foremost, why, just why ETSU? Why ultimately is that where you decided? Just the coaching staff immediately made me feel at home. I had a really good relationship with the pitching coach, and you know they also gave me my best offer, and it just it was a really good fit for me just from day one. Certainly, you're in that unique position where if you're a position player, it's the head coach. Uh, but for you, obviously, going to work heavily with a pitching coach. How important was that relationship to you in making the decision? It was almost as important as the head coach in a sense, just because, you know, with a pitching coach, he's my real coach. He's going to coach me daily. And so making sure that the pitching coach recruited me was big too, not just the recruiting coordinator. The pitching coach also had to be in that process for me. That was one thing that was really big for me. What does it mean to you to get to continue your career uh, on to the college level? Such a huge honor. It just means the world, and this is something I've done as a kid. So, you know, just doing what I did, what I want to do as a kid. So it's a big dream for me to come true today. Obviously, before we let you go, I want to give you a chance, a lot of people for you to thank uh, to get here, to get where you're at. Uh, who along the way is the reason that you're able to, uh, to get to this point? Uh, I'd like to thank God and my family and, of course, my teammates and coaching staff. They all pushed me to be where I was today, and, you know, I wouldn't be there without them. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Halftime Report. 
Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender late night practices burning the midnight oil to be the best quick weeknight dinners after practice memorizing all those index cards and drills then doing it all again the next day no one ever said being a champion's easy but that win makes it worth it fueling your dreams fueling your life middle tennessee natural gas the most affordable option to heat your home or business safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity call 833 get mtng 833 get mtng middle tennessee natural gas fueling the upper cumberland As the next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryant and Titans Radio's head coach Dave McGinnis. A post-Thanksgiving edition of Titans Preview right here with myself and the man who will call the game on Sunday at Nissan Stadium with the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith, our head coach Dave McGinnis. Coach Mack, it's been, by the time we get to Sunday, 27 days since the Titans played at home as the Titans at 3-7 and seven host the 1-9 host the and nine Carolina Panthers. Uh, I think it's just good to just be back home and, and to do something in front of the home crowd. Well, it's been an unusual schedule, you know, the, this year. Of course, you've got to play the schedule that the NFL gives you, and, and, and you need to have success on the road, which the Titans have not had this year. But being uh, that being said, the three home games have been very, very successful. So we certainly, after Thanksgiving, need to extend that against the Panthers coming in here on Sunday. And the Panthers are one of those teams that you you look at some of the talent that they have, and you're having issues trying to find why they are one and nine. But yet, when you look into the numbers, and you taught me how to to look at the game within the game, Mac, they've only had three touchdowns scored on offense in their last 19 quarters of play. Yeah, and that 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 in itself will you know will crush you. I mean and you can you can see and and I guess I, I, you, when we dig inside of these stats as you start to look at them you look at their third down non-success and third down success against them that's a big thing and also explosive plays. But that that you bring up is is very very evident uh you know and they've got the number one pick in the draft, Bryce Young. They started him right from the jump. You know, a, a, a rookie quarterback that's got a, a world of ability, just doesn't have quite enough coalesced around him yet. But uh, you know, the numbers, the numbers will. Uh, if you know which numbers to look at about uh, National Football League games, they will tell you quite a bit. And really, you know, it, it's very seldom that you can look at some of these numbers that you and I talk about all the time. And the people that are on top of those numbers are usually the ones coming out ahead on the scoreboard. And just to go where you are leading us with the third down stuff, I'm looking at offensively, they're 20th in the league. They're almost 37.5% on third down. Not terrible. And then on defense, um, they're allowing 36.5% success rate on third down. That's 11th in the league right now. In fact, that's the thing I think is interesting is this defense in the top 10 and certainly number six overall in passing yardage allowed at 179.2 per game. And 
total yardage there in the top 10 as well. Well, and the thing that, that when you start looking at total total yardage is really something that's, that's, that, that factors into the way the game's going. Most of these games, they've been behind Rhett and teams have been ahead, so they've been uh, willing to run the football. You know, late. They get the score separated on them, and then they're willing to run the football. But they've got some defensive players if you want to start on the defensive side of the ball. And there's three guys that, in breaking them down, that I know that the Titans have got to get their hats on and they've got to be able to take care of. And there's one at each different level that uh, it, it is a problem if you don't, if you don't handle them. The first is, a, is a, the defensive lineman, Derek Brown, number, uh, you know, first-round draft pick. This guy's a major, major disruptor in that inside cylinder. He's a, he's a big, big problem. And then with, along with him, the outside linebacker, Brian Burns, he's a really good pass rusher. Uh, he's another first-round pick. He's a guy that uh, has gotten better and better every year that he's been in the league. He's been off. He's been out with injury. He came back last week. He'll be back this week. And so he's a guy that they depend on for a lot of edge pressure. And then a guy that's playing linebacker, Rhett, that it was a is it was a free agent, you know, coming out of Washington State for the Jets, and now is is with the Carolina Panthers, Frankie Louvu. And this guy started out as as kind of a, a situational pass rusher. They moved him back behind the line of scrimmage now, and uh, he's all over the place. I mean, he's their leading tackler. And these three guys at these three different levels, and then their their, their defensive coordinator Ijiro, he's going to bring these guys from all different areas. But these three guys in particular, if you're watching the ball game, those are the guys the Titans have got to pay attention to at each level. Yeah, and their D coordinator comes from Denver. It's a three-four scheme. And just to underline what you're saying with some of the numbers, Derek Brown having an incredible year uh, on that defensive line: 55 tackles. Five for loss, one quarterback sack, sack, two pass breakups in this. Frankie Louvu, the linebacker, is the leading tackler with 81, four PBUs, three and a half sacks, seven of those for loss. And Brian Burns is the leader on quarterback sacks with five, as you know, we liked him as an edge rusher coming out of Florida State. And they've done a lot of what they've done because they have not had some of their star players in there to help out. J.C. Horn. Top draft pick on IR, Shaq Thompson, same same thing. Jeremy Chen, the safety, who has started off really good uh, in his early career. He has been on injured reserve in this. But, uh, yeah, you you mentioned the guys who are the movers and shakers in this, and Derek Brown is having a, a really nice year. Frankie Louvu right there with him. Brian Burns, always dangerous. Yeah, and you mentioned the guys on IR. You know, they were counting on Justin Houston being a, a, a veteran yes. presence out there, and he's, he's also on IR. But – we don't care who's on IR. We 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 are worried about the guys that we're going to have to handle with our offensive people, and those those three I I think are the ones that stand out to me when I'm breaking the tape down on Carolina. And so there's the man who will call the game with the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith, on Sunday as we come to you live from the Seat Geek Broadcast Center, Far Bureau Health Plans Titans countdown at 11 Central noon Eastern, finally back at Nissan Stadium. Kickoff officially set for 12.02 Central, 1.02 Eastern. Titans and Panthers on a Thanksgiving holiday weekend. We hope you all have had a great one and continue to have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Titans Preview. The second half in minutes. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. 
every team loves to win. And the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. Ready for the unexpected. The pros at Cookville Regionals Urgent Care. The uh-ohs and oh-nos can happen any time of the day. Cookville Regional Medical Center understands this. That's why they've expanded their urgent care hours. Now serving you 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Monday through Sunday. They even offer imaging services so you can bypass the ER. 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Seven days a week. Cookville Regional Medical Center. Ready for the unexpected. It's the way we care. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Colin Castleberry back with you at Burley Stadium where Upperman and Greenville get set for the second half. About three minutes to go before we will uh, kick this one off for the second half. Quickly scores from around the UC. Well, there's only really one to give, and that is... Uh, early in the first quarter, the update from York Institute and East Robertson, 0-0. Zero zero. That is not a game I would expect to stay scoreless for very long. Two teams with a lot of offense and a lot of athletes. We'll keep you updated on that one as we go. But we want to come back to the game at hand. We want to make sure we shout out Bronson Chafin for two touchdowns there in the first half. As good as Polk has been, as good as this offensive line has been, it has really been a night where Chaffin, Chafe, I am so bad at that. I don't know why. But it's a night where Bronson has really put this team on his back at times. Coach Shanks. You got to say it like you're from Baxter. Chaffin. Chaffin. There it is. Hey, Jack, I got to get it from, I got to get my Baxter accent. Hey, with 157 rush yards, you know, three guys have that. It goes with Rollins, four for 13. You've got Chaffin, nine attempts for 49 yards in those two touchdowns, and then 11 rushes for 101 yards for Ethan Paul. Those are the guys that have touched the ball all year long, along with some other guys in that cast. But they've been your dominant forces, and you would expect nothing else from that. You know, and, and they're not only just good rushes. You know, we had Paul had the uh, 35, 40-yard-plus yardage, but the critical ones, for uh, Chaffin, the fourth down conversion, the third down conversions. I mean, just tremendous plays at the right time. And when you convert on third down and sometimes on fourth down, 
you're going to be the more successful team. Well, and you talked about the efficiency of the runs as well. Polk, 11 for 101. You did the math. That's around nine yards a carry. Chavin has 49 and two touchdowns. Less than 50 yards rushing, but two TDs. It's the efficiency of their run game as well. And you got to give the credit to the guys up front there that don't get a lot of credit. You know, this is a senior-heavy offensive front line. I know Zeke Unger's the center there. You've got Zach Maynard, uh, the offensive lineman. There's some other guys, uh, Evan Briggs, who are just massive players that can move guys around in that 4-4A region. Yes. Well, guess what? We're not in that 4-4A region. We're in Class 4A with a higher-level competition and a higher, a massive unit out they there in Greenville. But guess what? They've been moving them. And so that's been the story of the game is Upperman has had their way on the front against a bigger, more, you know, broad uh, defensive line. Absolutely. And we've, we've talked about it. I've talked about it all season. I know you've talked about it all season. The difference in the level of belief and commitment from this Upperman team. Evan Briggs is a prime example of that. I talked to him in the preseason. He tells me, Colin, I put... 30-plus pounds on. I moved from more of an athletic kind of fullback, halfback situation to a true offensive lineman. That's the kind of thing. He's not the only one that did that. Several guys on this team made drastic changes to their bodies, to their minds, and they have renewed a level of commitment that has put them in this situation. And those strategies and awareness, too. So, yeah, you bulk up in the offseason. That's what you have to do. They're all six foot plus. They're all 270 plus. But they're matched up with guys right now, 6'3 plus, 285 plus. But the, the film, the strategies come from the defensive front, the coaches, they know where they're going to and where they can move them to allow those fantastic backers to get through those gaps. And so there's a lot that goes into it. There's a ton of time that they put in for these pregames, you know, all week long. And this is another great example of this uh, coaching staff and Adam Kane, how well they've done with this uh, with this team. Upperman and Sebastian Stanfield set to kick off, and they are one half away from their first state championship appearance in school history on the gridiron. Five times they've been in this moment. Now can they finish the job? Feel it at the 25, at the 30. First contact is behind the 30. What a job to chase down the returner. That is none other than Ramsey Snook, who comes up with it there, the return by Hayden Goad. And there's more strategy there. Hayden Goad is not named Carson Quillen. That's exactly right. And that's what you got to do on your special teams. Don't give it to those playmakers. Kick it away from number 12 as much as you have to to avoid that big-time play because we all know he's very capable. Absolutely, and that's why, yes, that's fielded at the 20, but then it's taken down at the 29. You kick that to Quillen, sure, maybe he fields it at the 10. But he's at the 35, or the 40. Or in the end zone. Or in the end zone. Cannon takes the snap. He'll start the second half at quarterback. Tosses it out again to Goad. And Goad, Cam Bush, with the pursuit to take Goad's legs out from under him for a one-yard loss. And that's just a one-on-one play there with Cam Bush. Receiver screen comes to the near side. He's got to get around that one-time blocker. Does. The official missed a block in the back right there. The block pushed him into the receiver for a tackle for a loss. Second and 11, Cannon again at the quarterback position. Does not have Killen in the backfield, instead lining up at wide receiver. And he's looking now for Cannon him. looking, finds a man at the 40, and it's dropped. 
He was trying to find Shane Cook. Uh, Shane Cook, the freshman wide receiver who's shown up a few times tonight, and a great job by him. Like we've talked about strategy, they come into this ball game completing 50% of their passes. That's not great. You want to be in that 65 to 70% in high school, uh, maybe even more than that for the efficiency. And so if you're coach out of the game, that's what you want for them to be doing. Cannon again in the gun. Won't have Killen in the backfield. Instead looking for him in the passing game and dumps off him and goes to Pilar. Finds Nick Pilar past the 40 at the 43 for a first down. Good timing on that play. Three-step drop. The linebacker receiver found the, the little soft spot, turns around. Ball was on time. Good hands by that guy. We've already talked about him named. Yeah, it's a named him earlier. Big target at six foot two and 185 pounds. He's hard to miss. So Killen now moves into the backfield again. And they're going to look for him. Instead, no, it's to Cook. Killen was kind of the faker, and Cook stayed on his feet. 40, 30, 20, forced out of bounds by Cam Bush. What a job. They they leaked Quillen out there. Everyone thinks he's getting the football. They throw behind him to Cook, and somehow Cook keeps his feet for a 40-plus yarder. So now we know what the Greenville's head coach talked about in the halftime meeting. Guys, we're going to throw the ball. We're going to throw the ball. They've thrown five times in a row. A great individual play right there that got a 50-yard play. So Cannon again with Quillen in the backfield on his left hip. Cannon dropping back, looking into the flat again, fakes it under pressure, and you'll never guess who got there. Another sack on the season for Clayton Harris, and that is his, I believe, he's over double digits. 12. 12, thank you. I was like, I was going to... 12 sacks on the season. What a job by Clayton Harris. I, just a tremendous athlete. You, again, he drops back three steps. You've got to give these guys time to get downfield now so that quarterbacks sit back there waiting. How long, how much time does he have to wait? Can the upper men front, defensive front, get there? The adjustments by both teams being made. Cannon in the gun, Killen in the backfield. Cannon dropping back again, throws into the flat to Killen at the 30, 25. Breaks a tackle at the 20, 15, and forced out of bounds. And getting involved again, here is Carson Killen. Got an official timeout. You know, at the end of the play there, there's a tackle. Quillen looked like he got rolled up just a little bit. He's kind of coming off the field a little shaky. That's not what you want to see if you're a Greenville Devil. No, if you are a Green Devil fan, that is the very last thing that could possibly happen, and they are going to run him off the field. He'll be replaced by Bryson Myers. Greenville's head coach has gone all away from the run. They have not run, ran it uh, this set of downs. Yeah, once on this drive. They have not put the ball, they have not called a running play on this drive. Here's Cannon in the gun. Corbin Cannon has played quarterback the entire drive after he was replaced by Ball at one point, and now they dump it off to what would have been Killen. Instead, it's Myers, and he stopped just outside the 15 at the 17-yard line. And you're starting to see the athleticism from this Upperman defensive secondary. Uh, the ball's underneath. You know, that ball's getting out with a three- to four-yard gain. But those secondary guys are coming in in a hurry and limiting that not to 10 yards but to only five. And now that's why you got a fourth and four here on the 13. And not kicking a field goal like they did last time, choosing to go for it instead. Cannon in the gun on the left hash. Stands in. Has time, throws, has a man intercepted in the end zone. Jackson Rollins 
An overthrow by Cannon, and Rollins comes up with an interception. Wow, and that's the, the biggest turnover right there on downs. Yes, he got the interception. Ball's actually going to come out. He gained yards by staying in the end zone because it's going to come back to the 20. We knew this was going to happen. That's the strategy Coach Kane wants. He wants to air that ball out if you're, if you're Greenville. Force them to throw it because they're not as accurate. They don't have the caliber of, of that uh, run, that rush offense. Absolutely. Playing into the upperman hands, Greenville just trying to find any kind of success, went to the pass, and it worked until it didn't. That not- makes Greenville now 0-3 for their fourth down conversions this game. First and 10 from their own 29-43 to go in the third. Chaffin in the gun, takes the snap, hands off Paul. Paul breaks a couple tackles, still on his feet at the 25 inside to the 30, no, 28. Let's just take a note. They get the ball with 9.43 to go. This is a this is Coach Kane's you know, epitome of his offense. We're going to run the ball. We're going to give it to Paul. He gets eight yards there. Again, man doesn't get two or three. He gets seven or eight every time. How much time is Coach Kane and that upperman offense going to eat up on this set of downs? Paul's negative twos are threes and fours. His threes and fours are eights and nines. Absolutely It's amazing. incredible. Chaffin in the gun, Paul on his left hip. One wide receiver wide to the right, and he's going to look for him. Throws under through his intended target in Turnbow, and Chaffin, and that felt very much like Coach said, hey, we're going to get third and one. I'm not concerned about getting the one yard, so let's take a shot on second down. And all these rush plays, they have not thrown but one time like that. Over the, Actually, they've looked over the middle one time. It was not there. Got a sack, but that's the one play they do with Turnbow over the top. They go rush play, rush play, rush play, flat, flat, flat. They look for that over-the-middle crossing route, that post route. Was not there. And you can do that when you feel confident on third and one. Chaffin in the gun. He's going to flip a couple guys, tight end and Polk to the left side. Hands off Polk, and Polk is swallowed up for the first time this postseason in the backfield. There's that Greenville front we've talked about all night that hadn't shown up until Nick Pilar blows it up. And they knew what was coming. Everybody knew what was coming. They had not been able to stop it yet. That was the first big play by Greenville there to stop that. Let's see if that Coach Kane, we talked about him earlier in the game, about how much he's been able to open up his offense this season. That was something I would. I wish he had that play back. 8.28 to go and ticking. Fourth and four from their own 26. It will be a punt here by Jaleric Cullum. Second punt of the game, third of the postseason. Can you avoid kicking it into the hands of Killen? It's a deep punt. There's going to be guys there. He has to call a fair catch at the 40, and that's what you need. Credit to, uh, credit to Theo Brown. Brown got down there so quickly that Killen had to call for the fair catch. Great coverage. 8.06 to go, and Greenville now getting the ball back here in their own house with a chance to tie the game up. And that's big momentum. You know, you come out of halftime, you know these coaches are making some adjustments. Well, gosh, we saw it in the first series of down with Greenville, what their adjustment was. They're going to air out the ball. Now you've had Upperman's defense that's seen that set of down. So now what is their in-game third quarter adjustment that they can do here against these uh, Devils? And we make another adjustment. We go back to Caden Ball at the quarterback position. He fakes the handoff to Killen, keeps it himself, and he's ran down by Clayton Harris in for a loss field. of one. They've done that all night consistently. Consistently. Now they, 
we've seen that. That was adjustment. When ball comes into the first half, he gets three runs back-to-back-to-back, gains about 15 yards, and all of a sudden we're like, where's the Quillen show at? And so they had to make that adjustment because Quillen was minus two yards. An interesting strategy here by Greenville. Two quarterbacks they clearly trust to do, to do two very different things. Ball the handoff this time to Killen, and Clayton Harris is going to jump on his back, and Killen only carries him for about two yards. And you got to feel, you know, Greenville has gotten to this point because they're a really good ball club. Mm-hmm. How have they got there? Well, they've been able to run the ball successfully that opens up some of those pass plays, not some of these pass plays that open up the run offense. Well, you and me, you talked about it as well, right? To say they're undefeated is true, but Upperman 13-0, Greenville 11-0. We'll tell you why in mere moments. Baugh takes the shotgun snap, dropping back, throws, and through the hands of his intended target, Shane Cook. And that brings up fourth and seven, and a chance for West Shanks coach to tell you why 11-0 versus 13-0 could be a very big deal. They had a rival game against Dobbins Bennett that had some weather, similar to the uh, Livingston Academy game early in the year. With White's Creek, yes. At, at halftime, they decided, hey, weather delay, let's just not even finish the game. Another one was against Alcoa. Mm-hmm. Now, that game was not even too close. Alcoa was getting ready to go away with that game. They decided at half not to finish that game, too. So 11-0 instead of 13-0. District schedule or region schedule, not all that tough for Greenville. Wow, As this is a booming punt. End over end, spinning around. Tough bounce. Does take a tough Upperman bounce. So it'll be Upperman football at their own 25. But give it up for the punter there. My gosh, that is, uh, let me make sure we get the name, Quentin Brandon. Quentin Brandon with a spiral. Colquitt like punts. Ball up in the lights. That was the best punt I've seen in high school football this year. 6.47 to go. First and 10 for the Upperman offense. And remember, we've seen that leg as well on the field goal that Correct. was missed. Yes. Just a little directional. It was a great kick. If they happen to get one more score here, a field goal would be a fantastic opportunity to win a ball game that's going to be close. We know this game's going to be close. Yeah, he's got the leg. It's just a matter of directional. The fake handoff to Paul here by Schaffin tried to cut back inside, and he's brought down almost immediately at the line of scrimmage by uh, Charles Dabney and Nick Pilar. More adjustments. They're going to start keying on Chaffin and Paul. Now that's they, everybody's known that when you come into the game, yeah. key on Chaffin and Paul. How can Upperman's offense get it to these other playmakers? Or do you want to try to get it to these other playmakers? This is the most important game of the season. This is this is a game that gets you to the state title game. Who do you trust with the ball? 6-10 to go. Second and nine. Here's Chaffin. Chaffin keeps it himself running behind Paul. And he is just blown up. A gain of maybe about two. In on the tackle, Noah Murray among others for the Green Devils. But so far, now we go for third and nine for the Upperman offense. Have not wanted to take it out of the hands of Palker Schaffen. And you're starting to see a different defensive front for Greenville. Mm-hmm. Their, their pursuit is more active, is more athletic. They're swarming more. They, they, I feel like they understand now where Upperman's trying to go with the ball, and they've made that slight adjustment, made it a little more tough for Upperman in that offensive front. It almost feels like in the, it feels like the Upperman was a home team. They came out way hotter, way more turned up. Greenville almost took a half to get going. Here's Schaffin. Fakes the handoff to an end around, keeps it himself, and he will find a way That's to dive close. forward 
Going to make it close. Got to around the 34-yard line. Needed to get to the 35. Wow, this is going to be a decision for Coach Kane. It's going to be third and a football. Fourth, excuse me, fourth and a football. Fourth and a football. You want to punt this? You want to trust your team to get that one yard? Fourth and one, under five to go in the third quarter. And it's been a fast third quarter. It's both been, wow. Run that football. They're going to leave them on the field, and you can hear the Greenville fans in front of us getting fired up for a fourth down. Fourth and one. Chaffin keeps it. He runs forward, and he gets it in more. Finds himself at the 40-yard line. First down, Bees. Almost like a goal line set. I mean, you got a 6'4", 200-pounder. you got guys in front of him, like a wildcat-type offense. That's going to be hard to stop no matter who you are. I don't know if anybody in the state can stop that. And they may get a chance to prove that no one all year has and no one all year could. 4.20 to go in the third quarter. Upperman leading 14-7 to in a semifinal game. Everything on the line for a chance to play for a gold ball. Shotgun snap to Chaffin. Hands off Paul. Paul spins out of the first tackle, but can't spin out of the second one. That is Emmanuel Dixon who wraps up Paul's legs and brings him down for a, well, he does actually gain one because he's Ethan wow. Paul. That's wild. Because he's Ethan Paul. I mean, Coach Eddie Spradlin right there has to be excited about his defensive front have made. The seven guys in the box are making it very difficult for Upperman's front to gain a few yards. Yes, that was a great play, a fourth down conversion for Bronson Chaffin, but other than that one play, it's only two or three yards at a time or less. Chaffin in the gun. He'll have Paulk on his left hip. A tight end on that side as well, and two wide receivers to the uh, to the away sideline. Chaffin keeps it. Throws into the flat to Cullum, another weapon who uses that speed to burst forward to the 45 and a gain of four. And we talk about Chaffin's legs, Pop's legs, but when he rolls out left and right, he's got an amazing cannon. I wish he was a pitcher. I wish he would come out <laughs> with me because he can make that wide outside throw and get it to the flats for that five, six yards when you have to. But it's he's got such a strong arm, which is why he can throw it 40 yards down to the Branson Turnbow. So it's something in his back pocket. But Coach Kane just loves, loves it when he's running downhill as well. 3.17 to go in the third quarter. Upperman continues to lead 14-7. Third and six, though, for the B's offense at their own 44. Chaffin keeps it himself, and again, he does it. Seven yards when he needed six. What a job. Might have only been six and a half when he needed six. Bronson Chaffin has put this team on his shoulders and said, look, Polk's going to get his, but I'm going to carry this ball club. And and just like Quillen on Greenville's team, Chaffin and Polk on Upperman's team, this is the time for the cream to rise to the top. You know, you you have situational awareness. He knew where the chain marker was. He had to get there. He was going to fight, crawl, do whatever he had to do to get there. Just knew where to fall. Get seven yards first down. Keeps the chains going. Chaffin in the gun. Shotgun snap. Hands off Polk. Polk through the hole and again turns what should have been two into about four. Typical Upperman High School offense. And, and you wonder at this stage in the game, it is the third quarter. Yes, Greenville's made some great strategy changes, but we're getting late in the game. We had high emotions at the beginning of the game. How can these 18, 17, 16-year-olds, you know, manage those emotions and the fatigue? You know, this is their 13th, 14th, this is their 14th game of the season. They started back in April doing spring ball, summer practice. You know their bodies have to be wore down. 
snap here to Chaffin. Hands off Polk. Polk tried to find a hole and got laid open by a linebacker. I believe that was uh, Emmanuel Dixon who came in and popped him. And those holes we were talking about in between the linemen that were so open in the first half, first quarter, are just a little more clogged. Great job from Greenville kind of condensing those front seven, not allowing that. But when it's been a critical moment, who's gotten the ball? Well, we haven't talked about it a lot, but, I mean, everybody is within about five to seven yards of the football. I mean, it's no secret what Upperman wants to do, what Greenville's trying to stop. That's a great job by Chaffin there, a little quick sna- or quick draws to try to draw them offside. Shotgun snap, now hands off Polk. Polk finds a hole, and it's another Upperman first down. Wow. And right before that, we, you guys didn't get to see that, but he comes to the line, acts like he was on a snap count, snap count, and nine guys came forward to That's the line. Saying, and so full. they're trying to fill those gaps, and what that tells Bronson Chaffin is which gap they're going into, which allows him to tell his running back to go to the other direction. And so that's really big to see what the defense is doing, where they're coming from, to make that quick adjustment from the coaching staff. That's a huge little subtle subtlety from the coaching staff and Bronson Chaffin, a sophomore. Chaffin making the plays under a minute now. Shotgun, heavy jumbo formation. He'll run behind Polk, tried to sidestep, and he's brought down rather quickly. Tackle made by Brandon Isey. Six foot, 270 pounds of man. And now here comes an even bigger one. Quentin Humphrey trotting out for the defensive line. Six foot three, 260 pounds. And here's what you go. This is going to be the last play of this quarter. You got a 40-second clock for your game clock. At, you know, And Coach Kane is going to use every bit of that, which is going to lead us to the fourth quarter. Yeah, 13 seconds on it, 18 seconds on the play clock, 10 on the game clock. We are going to the fourth quarter. Upperman is now one quarter away from their first ever berth in a football state title game. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. Upperman fans out in force here on the road, and the Upperman offense is rewarding them in a big way so far. 14-7, they lead the Greenville Green Devils. Second and nine now for the Bees offense, who has gone to a total jumbo set. No wide receivers. Everybody is up on the line. Hand off to Polk. Polk through the hole, turns four into six, and makes it third and manageable. 
and and that's a good play. That's three, four yards. That's what you need on first down. That's what you need on second down. That gives you a little more manageable third and six. You know, that's if you're a third and ten, you've got to pass the ball most time. Third and six, we've seen Bronson Chaffin fall for seven yards multiple times this game, and that's going to bring up a critical third down. Eleven and a half minutes to go. Third and six, the bees on the Greenville 33-yard line. They lead 14-7. Chaffin in the gun. He's got Polk on his right hip and two tight ends to that side. Now he'll gesture a tight end and Polk to the left side. Going to keep it himself. Guys got through, and they'll stop him. That was a beautiful job. Greenville broke that up immediately, guys, from the backfield. And Chaffin is going to go down and lose about two. And now you got a, a decision here, fourth and about seven. What are you trying to do here? Are you trying to fill position? It's a one-possession game. One-possession one game, seven points, ties the ball game up. You're on the 33-yard line on their side of the field. If you're trying to flip the field position, you know, you want them to drive 90 yards. You want a chance to get that fourth down conversion or let them maybe drive 60 yards. These are all things that all these coaching staff have talked earlier on this season. They've, they've tried them out throughout the season, and let's see which one they try to go with. They're going to go for it. They're going to keep the offense on the field. Four receiver set. Four receiver set. Chaffin in the gun. Hands off to Rollins. It was a quarter. Oh, my gosh. That was a halfback draw, and he comes up a yard short, I believe. Big play by Greenville. That's going to be the first time that Upperman has been held on fourth down. On Great third, job. yeah. And, that here, and that's, a, that's a turnover on down, but it's in the safe side of the field. So I understand, you know, the aggressiveness. He almost got it. I have a yard. That, that tells you how important that previous play was when you went backwards, negative one yard. If you're a fourth and six, you get that. But fourth and seven, you come up a half yard shy. And we've seen conservative and we've seen aggressive calls tonight. You're somebody who's been in those situations where it, it's it's a tight ball game, a semifinal, a sub-state, and you've got to make a call. What goes into that as Greenville trots back out here offensively? You earn the players' trust because of what they've done all regular season. You know what their, uh, their habits are. You know how. Cannon's going to keep it himself on a fake to kill it. And he'll die for for about four yards. Finish what you As a coach, you learn what they're capable of. Some of these players don't even know what they're capable of sometimes. And you just say, hey, my guy's better than your guys. And the comfort, the confidence from the staff to be able to make that call is, is where the decision is made. If your staff, if yourself, you feel like, I think we're going to do this, that confidence in the coaching staff is what makes those decisions. Second and five after a five-yard gainer by the quarterback who isn't the runner. Cannon in the gun now with Killen in the backfield. Hands off to Killing. Killing going to the left. He's going to be strung out, and that is Clayton Harris. No, he's still on his feet. And now he goes farther backwards. Harris had him for a loss of about three. Somehow Killing stayed on his feet and ends up losing five. He is trying so hard to make something happen. He just can't get away from that B's defense. I'm telling you, he was very close from slipping away, cutting across the field and making a big-time play. But it probably hurt him because he lost three more yards on that. That great swarm defense, pun intended there, from the Upperman Bees. So we go from second and five to third and 12. So he lost a lot more on the angle than I thought. Cannon going to have to throw. Under balls pressure, out. balls out. And who falls on it? Clayton Harris. The white cap is going to call a incomplete pass there that his arm was going forward. It looked like he was hit as that ball was, was trying to release that ball. Clayton Harris jumps on it. 
Incomplete pass will be the call by the White Hat. Coach Shanks is correct, but man, that looked a whole lot. Anybody who sat around yesterday and watched a bunch of football on Thanksgiving looked a lot like that Packers-Lions game where I'm not entirely sure the ball was in his hand as it was coming forward. Either way, it's going to be a punt. They've got the Jumbotron here, but there is no instant replay in high school football yet. Yet. 8.59 to go in the game. Fourth and 12, the punt here by Greenville, and it's a beauty again. Fair catch at the 33-yard line. Carmine Phillips. That was a, a tremendous punt. I mean, that is a collegiate-level punter. And what people understand right there, he fair catches that ball coming down at night through the lights on the 30. Backpedaling because he under he undersold where he needed to be. But in high school, most times you say get away from it, that probably saved another 15 yards uh, from the offense's team. So great job, Carmine Phillips. Yeah, Carmine Phillips, for those who – he was standing in his own 35 and then very quickly realized that's behind me. It's so difficult to catch a punt with a spiral like that. Most time it's end over end when you can get a, a, a punter that can turn the ball over is what they're talking about. With that spiral, it carries another 10, 15 yards. Here's Chaffin in the gun and Polk in the backfield. They're going to send Turnbow out wide here to the near side, past the hash marks. Chaffin's going to keep it himself going right. Breaks a few tackles and a few more. Pop them, baby. 45. First down, Bronson Chaffin. Man, that... That reminds me a little of Derrick Henry there. A couple linebackers go up to try to hit Bronson Chaffin high in the numbers, in the chin, and he does knock him back slightly. But that 200-pound frame, 6'4", says, no, sir, I'm going forward. And I, you got to tackle him low. You, you cannot afford to try to tackle him high. It may have knocked him loose a little bit up there, the screws. But yeah, you're not, not going to slow him down, hitting him high. He's shaking it off a little bit for sure. 8.20 to go in the fourth quarter. Chaffin taking his time, got his hands on his hips. He's got 10 seconds on the play clock. Now he'll settle in first and 10 from their own 45. Hands off Rollins. Rollins with a burst, somehow stayed on his feet, past the 50, almost to the 45, falls down at the 47, a gain of eight for Jackson Rollins. Leg drive, leg drive. He's such a patient runner, looking for those little holes, trying to slip through there, which is totally opposite than Ethan Park, who's going to bowl his way through. But, I mean, this is – you get the ball with 8.42 to go. You've already taken one minute off the play clock in just three plays, gained one first down. I expect this clock, as long as they keep running through these Greenville defenders, to go all the way down to zeros. Don't give it back to them, and they can't beat you. 7.35 to go. Two wide receivers set now out to the near side and one to the far side. Three total. Chaffin in the gun. Just hands off Rollins. Rollins somehow keeps those legs churning and – well, that's going to be a terrible spot, and they're only going to give him a yard. And that's someone we haven't mentioned his name, Emmanuel Dixon. He's a linebacker, a senior guy that we probably should have called his name more this game, just an outstanding athlete linebacker. Watch him in the middle here. He's, he's starting to creep up before the snap, trying to time getting through those holes to get to these running backs, to get to the quarterback. That time he was successful, but here you go. Third and one. Where's the ball going to go? Up the middle with Chapman, outside wide to one of your backers. Looks like you've got Rollins. In, is Rollins going to be in a halfback? He is. So it's Rollins and Chaffin in the backfield. Chaffin takes the snap. He's going to run behind Rollins out to the right. Cut up field. That's a veteran move. That play's designed to go outside. Bronson Chaffin saw a hole and just planted that foot and dove forward for a gain of four. And he's looking for that. So he gets the ball. you got Jackson who's going to hit the end. 
If the end goes wide, he's going to cut upfield. But he was running laterally towards Coach Kane on the sideline there. And as soon as he sees a slight little opening, he's going to plant that right foot, drive that left leg, and fall forward. All he needs is one yard. He's 6'4". He's got six. He's got two by himself just there. First and ten, Chaffin in the gun on their now Greenville side of the 50th, the 41. 6'10 to go in the ball game. Two and a half minutes off this clock already on this series. Upperman is starting to smell it. They hand off Rollins. Rollins keeps those legs going and gains five. Another, Inside the 40. A good first down play again. Rollins being more your shifty back, but he's also getting four-plus yards uh, each each rush. And second and manageable, which leads into third and shorts. Hopefully, those are things that you can give your quarterback, hey, go fall forward for four or five yards. Your line is helping you out, pushing these guys around. Second and six with the ball on the Greenville 37. Five and a half minutes and ticking down for the Bees as they are trying to take their first trip to Chattanooga to play for a state championship. Chaffin in the gun, hands off Rollins. Rollins again, keeps those legs moving and gains three. Rollins is getting a, a, a good head start. He's, he's trying to run fast downhill, getting a, a head of steam, if you will, of Ethan Park. As long as Ethan Park just squares his shoulders, he's going to hit you. Rollins a little bit shiftier, smaller. He's got to get that head of, head of steam because he can get underneath those tackles. Going to take a timeout, 5.07 to go in this ball game. 14-7, Upperman leads Greenville. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time. So stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. 5.07 to go, third quarter, it's third and three for the Upperman offense at the Greenville 34. And with 5.07 to go in this ball game, you've got three timeouts per half. They just Greenville just used one there not only to stop the clock, but it's a critical third down in their own territory, and his defense needed a break. They've been on the field right there for the last four and a half minutes and getting run over, so critical timeout use, which means he's only got two remaining. Chaffin once again in the backfield. That is Polk with him now as Rollins and Polk play switcheroo. Chaffin hands off Polk. That was a delayed handoff, and Polk bursts. 20, 15, 10, 5, out of bounds inside the 5 at the 4. Ethan Polk, magic 8 ball. And what happens there is you got Greenville's defense. They were all coming up. you got 11 players on the field at one time. Ten of them were creeping up. They were selling out for that run, and Kudos to the Upperman line. They widen that hole up there. Paul hits one guy, breaks you, yak, yards after contact, gets another secondary after 10 yards, gets 10 more yards after the first 10 yards and gets 20 yards. Now they're in the inside the 10-yard line. A tremendous play with under five minutes to go. About to be in the end zone. First and goal at the five for the Upperman offense. Under five to go. Here's Schaffin in the gun. Hands off Polk. Polk. Did he get there? He did not. Going to be taken down at the one. 
and again, this drive starts with eight minutes and 43 seconds. You're down to under five here. The time of which Greenville's defensive line has been on the field. They're subbing guys in and out. They're selling out on this run and still can't stop it. That's got to be demoralizing. That's got to be so challenging. They're putting all big men in on this goal line defense now, bringing their athletes off. Wow, this, this Upperman front's played the biggest game of the season here. Four and a half to go. Now a tick under that. Upperman already leading 14 to 7. Second and goal from the one. And the Bees could put this game in the stratosphere. Chaffin in the gun. Jumbo set in front of him. Hands off Paul. Paul is going to be stopped again, I believe, at the half yard line. Near side judge, not marking him down here. Man. Give it. Give credit to that Greenville front. That's twice they have stopped him just short. You know those those substitutions by Coach Spradlin there. Th- those are critical. You know where it's going to try to get the gaps here, and that's that's those substitutions that matter. Now does Upperman go try to go right up the middle into your mouth? Get a little wide with it. Coach Kane's got options. Third and one at the goal line. I know which option I'd go with. I know which one I'd go with. Three and a half minutes to go. I'm putting it in the hands of what is only a sophomore but has been a hero here tonight. He's found it twice already. Chaffin. Nope, he gives Polk. Polk, can he keep those legs rolling? Everybody's gesturing. He's touchdown. running in. He's running in. What's he going to do? Everybody's saying touchdown. touchdown. Touchdown, Upperman. All the Upperman players said it. Had to wait on that backside judge to come flying in. Crosses the goal line. Touchdown, bees! You got cheerleaders jumping. They're all chest bumping. You got fans with the with the cowbells. You've got the the, the, the terrible, terrible cows. Oh my gosh, the fans! I mean, there's there's a thousand fans over there just on the upperman side. Three. Wow. Yeah, we're we're probably three to four thousand deep here, folks. Greenville's got two to three. Upperman's got about a grand over uh, there. I hope someone turned the lights out when they left, Baxter. That's what I was gonna say it for you. Three fourteen to go. Absolutely, that's that kind of situation. The kick is up. The PAT extra point is good. And Upperman will take a 21-7 lead with 3.14 to go in this ball game. The holidays are a great time for family and friends to gather and enjoy each other's company. Let's face it, with more people in the home, that also means more devices. More devices mean more demand for your internet bandwidth. With Twin Lakes Fiber Network, your broadband will have the capability it needs to keep up with all of your family needs. No buffering, no lag time, and no missed Black Friday deals. Prepare for the holidays and give Twin Lakes a call at 800-644-8582 to sign up for fast and reliable broadband today. This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. 3.14 to go at Burley Stadium, where the Upperman Bees have just taken a two-score lead, 21-7, over the Greenville Green Devils. The kick from Stansville. It's going to be short as it should be. Fielded at the 22. Contact made at the 30, 35, he's still alive, 40, passed it, and going down at the 43-yard line is the return man, that is Hayden Goad, once again for the Green Devils, and he sets his offense up with favorable field position, needing two scores in three minutes. Now, they've already made a halftime adjustment, you know, 
Greenville comes into this game with Quillen, your standout, you know, multi-sport athlete. Give him the ball to run it. But they could, they were unable to do so early on. They made the adjustment to pass often in the second half. So that's going to benefit Greenville because they've already got that in their repertoire. Four wide receiver set, Killen among them. The man in the backfield is, in fact, not Killen. They're going to throw to the sideline. Find a man. He's out of bounds, Zayden Anderson. Emmanuel Dixon, the guy, the athlete we talked about moments ago, going to play running back here to allow Killen to be out on the edges playing wide receiver. And Upperman's going to give that up. Yes, that was only a six-second play of the game, eight yards. But Upperman's willing to give that up to keep everything in front. Another drop back here. Probably all drop backs from this point forward. Fell over. Did the wide receiver, Hayden Goad, jumped up and caught the pass and then fell back down. What a job there by Goad to slip, get up, make the catch, and slip again. They're on the hurry up with four wide. 2.50 to go. Fourth quarter in the hurry up, four receivers set. Dropping back again, Cannon. He goes Cannon, throws deep. Anderson's there, touchdown Greenville. Wow. Satan Anderson got behind him again, and this time nobody was there to cause a P.I. And that's one thing, you saw it coming underneath, underneath, and you only got one safety, so it's cover one, and if you get to the corners, if you can outrun or outthrow that one safety in the middle to the corner and that's exactly what they did. That's a 30-second touchdown if you Greenville. Couldn't have been happier with that outcome. Not at all. 21 and pending the extra point, 21 to 14. 2.39 to go in the ball game. And Upperman now right back in a situation where they got to come up with a play on what you expect to be a kickoff, a onside kick when we return. 21-14, the lead for the Upperman Bees. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 2.35 to go in the ball game. Greenville comes out and lines up for what you have to expect is an onside kick. So here's the question. This is where things get interesting. We know Quentin Brandon has a leg to boot this through the end zone. We know he has a leg that sends punts 40, 50, 60 plus yards. What kind of talent does he have for an onside kick? And that's very difficult. You go to the college professional level, there's only uh, less than 10% of these are very successful. Ball's got to travel uh, 10 yards still. Here we go. The onside kick. It gets a good bounce. Caught and fielded by Cam Bush. And there it is. And there it is. Wow. Two timeouts left. Greenville can stop the clock twice. Now, it, it, you're, yes, you got two timeouts, 238. That was a huge play right there, Cam Bush. Who do you want out there trying to get that ball on the onside kick? The Cam guy, Bush, the Jackson guy, Rollins. I mean, the, the guy that's leading your team in receptions. He made a play last week with his hands, with feet in the air. He's got 24 receptions, you know, averaging 11 yards. So he's definitely on your hands team, multi-sport athlete, played baseball when he was younger, on the basketball team. So your athlete is there, and that's what you want. Now, Greenville has to stop the line 
has to stop Chaffin, has to stop Park, and have been unsuccessful this half. Sounds like we got to get Cam Bush back out on the diamond. Hey, we need them all. <laughs> 238 to go. Here it is, folks. Upperman can smell it, but so can Greenville. Fans are back in it. Chaffin takes it, hands off Paul. Paul is going to be brought down for a loss of one. First, second time in this game. Bryson Myers, the man on the tackle, second time that they found a way to get to Paul in the backfield. And you've got two timeouts there. They're going to use them here a second, but they've also got, you're thinking ball security. With those two timeouts, you're going to be, if you stop them on third and whatever it may be here, you may get the ball back with a minute, 20 seconds to go. You get a first down, the game's all but over. 2.05 to go. Chaffin in the gun. He's got Polk on his left hip. Jumbo set. Everybody packed in near the football. Chaffin looks to take a snap. Defenders crept forward. And Polk once again is driven backwards. They are selling out for the run, and I understand why. And now Greenville will take that first of their two left timeouts on the board. 1.48 to go, 21-14, Upperman leading, and a third and 12 when we return. The holidays are a great time for family and friends to gather and enjoy each other's company. Let's face it, with more people in the home, that also means more devices. More devices mean more demand for your internet bandwidth. With Twin Lakes Fiber Network, your broadband will have the capability it needs to keep up with all of your family needs. No buffering, no lag time, and no missed Black Friday deals. Prepare for the holidays and give Twin Lakes a call at 800-644-8582 to sign up for fast and reliable broadband today. Stadium, third and 12 for the Upperman B. They're at their own 49. They lead 21-14. Coach Shanks, ball game comes down to this right here. Does Coach Kane reach his bag of tricks, a little trick play, something outside the flat, or does he go right the middle try to do what he's done all game? Chaffin and Polk in the backfield. Who do you depend on? Oh, Chaffin trying to get that defense again. Tell me where you're going. He went that hard count. Everybody crept up. Now he talks to Polk in his sideline, takes the snap, runs outside to the right. He's got a hole. He's going, going. Oh, he's wow. right there. Third wow. and 12. He might have got 11 and a half. Where's he going to spot it? Where's the spot? I think it's maybe. Oh, he might be by the white line right there. Wow. Let's see. They're inside the wall. That's inside a ball. They're going to call for an official timeout for an official spot here. Oh, my Meanwhile, gosh. But the, until they do, the clock rolls. 125 to go. If I'm Coach Kane, I wait and let that clock run down. Then I'm talking to the Wildcats saying I want an official measurement on where that ball is spotted. They're going to line up, but I doubt that they snap it very early He's here. trying to get he's, – he's, Coach Kane's going to call your timeout with another 12 seconds to go. One. He might try to do a hard count to get that cheap five yards but you don't want your offense to snap. Five seconds, four, three, two. Timeout, Coach Kane, with 59 to go on the clock. Upperman, fourth, and what is, I, I'm not even sure, a, a paper. Fourth and a piece of printer paper. I don't understand how they're not giving an official measurement. That looks like it's less than a ball. There was an official measurement earlier in the game that looked very similar. Wow, I mean, 
how that side judge was able to spot that. But look, let's look at that play. It's third and 11. You're getting your athlete chaffing 6'4", 200 on the, on the flats, on the wide width of the field because he is a basketball player. He can do all those. He's got the speed of a Collins, or excuse me, of a Rollins. Cuts up field, plants that right foot, gets nine and a half, ten yards, the need of ten and a half. Wow, what a tremendous play that was. Well, and it's like you talked about earlier in the game. How did he know to go there? How did they know to do that? Because they went with that hard count. Everybody crept up. Now I see what gaps you're coming to. So he adjusts. Me and Paul go to the right. I'm going to run behind my guy. And Coach Kane and staff knew that because the two prior plays with Paul right up the middle, they were selling out. The front seven were just managing. They're just compact. Here we go. 59 seconds. Fourth and a fourth and a not Off, even an inch. Offensive not play of the year. an inch. Chaffin in the gun. I wish he could go under center. You may yeah. see another timeout if he's unhappy with the situation here. Tate, he checks with the sideline. Everybody for Greenville is on the line. And so that's what's happening. Coach Kane wanted to see what kind of defense Greenville's going to be in, and every one of them's on the line. Every single person is up on that line. 59 seconds left. Fourth and, once again, a piece of printer paper. Upperman leading 21-14, and the play of the year coming up in mere moments. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. News Talk 94.1 WUCT, Cookville, Sparta. We are jumpy in the booth, folks. It is wide stances, jumping up and down. The energy is in this place. Both fan bases shaking the cowbells, bringing those towels. After two timeouts, Coach Kane finally has the offensive play he wants. He knows what the defense is going to do. Chaffin in the gun. Polk in the backfield. Chaffin's going to keep it. And he gets it. And he's bursting for more. Breaks another tackle. 20, 15, 10. And he's tripped up. But it will not matter. The same play, the same play. He's reading that left, or he's reading that right end. He's got Polk in front of him. They've got 11 guys crammed up on that defensive line. They get to him in the backfield, but the 6'4", 200-pounder was not going to go down. Gets to the end, breaks free for another 20 yards, gets tackled from behind, and that's going to be the play that seals the deal for the state championship title game. Upperman, 45 seconds, now 35 seconds. It won't matter. Upperman is about to head to Chattanooga to play for a state championship. The Greenville fans have been incredible tonight. So have the Upperman fans. What a ball game as Chaffin will take the shotgun snap and take a knee, and that's the only one he'll have to take. The Upperman fans start the celebration. The Bees are headed to, are headed to play for the gold ball. Wow. And what you... What you expect there is put the ball in your game maker's hands. That's what you want. Chaffin has been that guy all game. Man, I cannot put it in words right now, which I'm trying to for the radio, but this is amazing. First time in school history, 
Chaffin, a sophomore, a sophomore, put them on the back along with the cast of Pop, Rollins, Colum, all of them. What a tremendous job, tremendous game if you're up on the beast. We'll talk more about it as we, as we return. A 21-14 victory for the Upperman Bees on the road at Greenville High School to take themselves to their first state championship in school history on the gridiron. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight's action, sponsored by Twin Lakes. Broadband, TV, phone, security, the Upper Cumberland's Twin Lakes, Gentry's Power Equipment, your hometown Exmark dealer, sales, service, the mower to get the work done, and by Zach the Car Guy, Broad Street, Cookville. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve from Zach the Car Guy. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? For a while, your grass isn't growing, but you know one thing, that will not last. Soon, mowing season will return, and Gentry's Power Equipment is ready to service your lawn equipment so the blades are sharp, the engine's tweaked, and things will run smoothly all through 24. Maybe it's time for a new Xmark mower. Right now, Gentry's is offering up to $500 in instant rebates on select models, 0% for 54 months on select models. Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road. Hi, this is Marvin Long, your local Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. The holidays are an especially busy time for many businesses, and that makes fast and reliable internet more important than ever. With Twin Lakes, your business can have broadband speeds up to 10 gig. That's 10,000 megabits per second. And we can customize solutions for voice, video conferencing, and more, making your busiest time your best time. Give me a call at 931-476-2151 to learn more or visit TwinLakes.net. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. The Upperman Bees defeat the Greenville De- Green Devils 21 to 14 here on the road at Burley Stadium. What a great job by, uh, we've got something going on on the field. I'm not sure something has happened. I'm not entirely sure. Trainer. Something, yeah, they're trying to get a trainer over there. Something has has occurred. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I'll tell you what, we will recap, we will recap this second half when we get a chance. 
Uh, we're going to go ahead and take this next break so we can find out what it is exactly that is occurring on the field right now. Practice here, game day there. You never have any time, so stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. At Tier 1 Urgent Care, performance and efficiency drive our practice. If you have joint pain, back pain, or have sustained a sprain or fracture, come see Tier 1 Urgent Care. Skip the ER and see Dr. Derek Worley. Fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street. Walk in Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Performance and efficiency to serve the needs of our growing community. Tier 1 Urgent Care. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. As we return to Burley Stadium, uh, listen, folks. Uh, there's just no real good way to. There's no real good way to say this. There's no really good way to to talk about a football game um, as, as a very serious medical situation uh, is occurring on the field. That's the, the very last thing that you want to see right after Upperman uh, has secured a chance to go to. Uh, play for the state title game. A few Upperman players are still on the field. Several, or most of them, that is, have been gestured off the field, as have the uh, the Greenville players, who are, of course, going to share some moments with their family and friends uh, because their season has come to an end. But, uh, I, again, folks, I, I can try my very best to, to recap the situation here uh, in the second half. We came out, it was 14-7 to Upper, uh, 14-7 Upperman, um, and uh, we stayed with that score for most here of the second half uh, with about three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Upperman had completed a very lengthy drive all the way down the field. Uh, some great plays and conversions from, from Bronson Schaefer. And again, I'd love to get excited, but we a uh, situation here uh, occurring on the field, so we want to be as respectful as possible. Um, but he, Bronson Schaefer and Ethan Polk and them, uh, the rest of this offense drive all the way down the field. They're able to put a score on the board uh, to make it 21-7. to Greenville, with about three minutes to go, uh, took all of maybe about 30 seconds 
off the clock, two plays underneath pass plays to get out of bounds, and then a bomb that beat the one single high safety uh, to the right corner of the end zone. A great catch, a throw and catch from uh, Corbin Cannon to Zayden Anderson, uh, and Anderson is able to make that catch, make it 21-14. Upperman then comes back, uh, recovers Cam Bush, the big play on the onside kick uh, recovery by Bush. He sets his offense up, and then Bronson Chafin, not once but twice, finds a way to convert uh, when he absolutely needed to to give his team uh, the first down that would seal this ball game at 21-14. to 14. That is how we got to the final score. That is how we have reached a chance for Upperman to play for a gold ball. But again, uh, if you're if you're just joining us, or maybe you stepped away from your from your radios for for a second, but uh, we've got a, a serious medical situation occurring here uh, on the ball on the ball field at the at the stadium just after uh, the the game came to an end, and so uh, yeah, that's your recap. But really, at this point, it is all just kind of a prayers being sent up groups of people coming together uh praying here as you see the uh the ambulance lights they've not only had to call in emts but an ambulance is uh coming up to the stadium now here at greenville high school on the hill again upperman a 21 to 14 win uh to send themselves to the state title game next uh next week Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. Every team loves to win and the new management team at frontier chevrolet is ready to help your home team score whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase find the best deal on your next vehicle and on the spot financing with the frontier chevrolet team from financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle all the bases are covered with frontier tahoe silverado or equinox the fleet is waiting at frontier chevrolet just off highway 111 near livingston frontier chevrolet your hometown team Hi, this is Marvin Long, your local Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. The holidays are an especially busy time for many businesses, and that makes fast and reliable internet more important than ever. With Twin Lakes, your business can have broadband speeds up to 10 gig. That's 10,000 megabits per second. And we can customize solutions for voice, video conferencing, and more, making your busiest time your best time. Give me a call at 931-476-2151 to learn more or visit TwinLakes.com. For a while, your grass isn't growing, but you know one thing, that will not last. Soon, mowing season will return, and Gentry's Power Equipment is ready to service your lawn equipment. So the blades are sharp, the engine's tweaked, and things will run smoothly all through 24. Maybe it's time for a new Xmark mower. Right now, Gentry's is offering up to $500 in instant rebates on select models. 0% for 54 months on select models. Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road. Cookville. Here at Burley Stadium, Colin Castleberry with you along with Wes Shanks as uh, EMTs have come out onto the field uh, sprinting 
back and forth uh, dealing with a very, uh, if you're just joining us, very serious medical situation here just after the game came to an end. Uh, Upperman, not entirely sure, not going to speculate what happened, wouldn't know anyway. What I do want to say is basically both teams were in their separate huddles talking after the game the way you normally would, people celebrating and yelling, and all of a sudden uh, several Upperman parents, friends, family, coaches, whoever that were on the field began to yell uh, for trainers, began to yell to call, uh, I believe, uh, EMTs. And so that is the situation wherein now EMTs on the premises uh, trying to remain as sensitive as we can. Do want to take a look at uh, some scores here from across the UC at the half. East Robertson is leading York Institute 21-7 in Jamestown. And a score of interest, uh, obviously now, as we know, Upperman will be heading to the state title. Uh, Looks as if from their halftime score they will face off with Pearl Cone in that game. Pearl Cone leading 28-14 over Haywood uh, at the half. That being said, uh, you know, still, still keeping an eye here on a situation. Uh, We'll take another break. We'll come back and uh, hoping and and praying our thoughts and prayers, of course, uh, with everyone and hoping the situation can resolve itself. Upperman, a 21 to 14 winner here on the road at, at Greenville High School, where I'll say it again, it just feels like football is the furthest thing uh, from many people's minds at this moment here at Burley Stadium. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Hi, this is Marvin Long, your local Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. The holidays are an especially busy time for many businesses, and that makes fast and reliable internet more important than ever. With Twin Lakes, your business can have broadband speeds up to 10 gig. That's 10,000 megabits per second. And we can customize solutions for voice, video conferencing, and more, making your busiest time your best time. Give me a call at 931-476-2151 to learn more or visit TwinLakes.net. For a while, your grass isn't growing, but you know one thing, that will not last. Soon, mowing season will return, and Gentry's Power Equipment is ready to service your lawn equipment so the blades are sharp, the engine's tweaked, and things will run smoothly all through 24. Maybe it's time for a new Xmark mower. Right now, Gentry's is offering up to $500 in instant rebates on select models, 0% for 54 months on select models. Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road. Cookville. You're at Burley Stadium where uh, they have uh, begun to uh, carry off uh, a, a 
a patron on a stretcher. They're taking him now to the ambulance. Uh, that is m- as much as I can I can tell you uh, here as he has been or she has been. I, I can't even uh, give you that. I'm not sure. But what I do know is uh, whoever it was, a patron has been uh, carted off, stretchered off to the ambulance. And uh, the fans here on both sides giving a, giving a golf clap or a clap to the EMTs. And so now, uh, you know, we will bring uh, head coach Wes Shanks, uh, you know, Upperman baseball back on here. And, uh, Coach, listen, I, I know it's tough. It's, there's no way to really talk about a football game uh, after you see a situation, after you uh, are inside of a situation like that. But uh, that being said, obviously 21-14, Upperman does walk away with a win. They do get to go on to play for a state championship. Uh, and, and now I feel like, all of the questions I was going to lead with are not very pertinent. I'm going to lead with the one that seems now like it's the question to ask. No matter how the situation resolves itself, and we obviously hope uh, for all kinds of positive uh, things to come out of this situation, how, if you're Upperman, do you kind of walk away from this with the emotion of we won, we're going to our first state title ever, but football feels like the furthest thing from, from anyone's mind right now? And I can give you some, you know, experience as a player. We had a situation when I was on a basketball court, a, a fan, a similar situation where they were in the stands and had to have the EMT come in. At that time, we suspended the game. Uh, luckily to find out later on, the uh, the gentleman uh, came to. and But the basketball game at that time was, we called it, we moved on. And you, you go back to the – we're talking about high schoolers. We're talking about 15- to 18-year-olds. We're talking about fans of the program that have uh, played at this level, who have coached at this level, who have now have kids at this level, and everybody in the community is like, felt like the whole community of Baxter was here. Um, and as coaches and teachers, uh, administrators, uh, there's real-world uh, instances that we're not prepared for, that we have to – uh, keep our head about and be able to make it uh, a situation where we soothe, where we can uh, share and be open with these players. And we talked about that at the beginning of the game, how emotions were going to be just ups and downs. And we saw it in the first quarter with Greenville coming out with a score, and then all of a sudden Upperman responds well. And the emotions not only get to these 18 and under players, they get to the coaches Heck, they get to us in the in the press box here, and we know it gets to the fans. And so, uh, very respectful from uh, the Greenville community. Everybody stayed quiet and uh, allowed a situation uh, to to develop here. And, and we we have nothing but thoughts and prayers for whomever uh, that was. We're a little far away to see here. Uh, and you go back to the, what do you do as a coach? And so let's let's get into that a little bit. And, and there's not a, an easy way. And, you know, every coach has a different personality, and every coach, or just like teachers, uh, have different relationships with these uh, players, with the staff, with the community. We don't know who it was. Uh, and so you go into and, and try to manage those adolescent, uh, manage those adolescent emotions to what you feel is the best for that adolescent. And, and that's all you can do right now. There will be a time once the more information comes out, that coach will be able to share with everybody. And, and there may be some answers that will come out of that. And, and it's going to go into a, 
uh, a week uh, for next, you know, Friday. They're going to play it. 12 o'clock, and it's going to be exciting for them to participate. I think it's 11 o'clock, excuse me, uh, be able to participate in a championship game. And this is just adding something else that was unexpected. And, and unfortunately, that's what sports do a lot of times. You expect you know, the unexpected, you know, as far as strategies, head coaches coming out for a throw versus run the ball. Those are the ones that we're, you know, strategizing for. You're prepared for. You're, pre- you're preparing for. for. Uh, and, and it's kind of like we'll go back to some other things. You know, I don't want to get too much on a rampage, but you no, got, no. But you got like a, uh, you know, a COVID situation where you have seasons ending. Mm-hmm. Then you have something that happened in the city of uh, Baxter uh, in March, early in March in 2020, where we had the devastating tornadoes come through, and that's when a community rallies around. And, it, and we've seen this in, in professional sports and collegiate sports where communities rally around one another. Um, again, we hope for the best, but that's what brings us here is the, the students, is the young athletes, the community. And I, I do know that the city of Baxter, the Upperman High School uh, program, and everyone involved in it will be, you know, have, have their thoughts and prayers uh, to whomever uh, need it right now. It's just a very difficult situation, and, and it's some, just another challenge uh, that's going to be facing these young men moving forward. Yeah, I want to give a, a quick shout-out before we close it out here. Uh, shout-out to the Greenville fans, as you talked about staying quiet. Shout-out to the Greenville trainers. As soon as they realized what was occurring, they sprinted over to help as best they could. Um, shout-out to basically everyone who stayed quiet, and then a shout-out as well. Uh, to those who who jumped in uh, at the drop of a hat to help in any way they could. Positive thoughts, positive prayers, whatever comes of this situation, those are the people that uh, we will be looking back to, uh, hoping and praying that it comes out positively. That being said, uh, Upperman, a 21-14 winner. They secure a spot in next week's state title game. Uh, And so... They will more than likely take on Pearl Cone, it looks like, in that matchup. Don't know uh, that for sure. That was a halftime score. Pearl Cone over Haywood, 28-14. to 14. But here's what I do know. It's at 11 a.m. on Friday inside Finley Stadium in Chattanooga, and it should be a very, very good ball game between Uppermen and whoever their opponent is as the Bees secure a chance to play for their first state title on the gridiron in school history. Thank you to production assistants by Jake Wallman and Marsha Lee. Thank you to our board op and producer tonight, Robin McCullough. I'm Colin Castleberry for West Shanks. A 21-14 Bees win over the Greenville Green Devils to head to the state title game and a chance at a gold ball next Friday at 11 a.m. Go Bees.